Greetings and welcome once again to another episode of the Retro Redux Village Podcast. The only show that celebrates all the things that make growing up awesome. And we talk about a lot of things that are awesome, actually. I mean, I think so. I mean, I, like I, think so. I, I, I believe so. No one's ever told me that, but I think we do. Well, I'm glad no one's ever told I, me pretty, otherwise, either. I'm glad I was the one to tell you guys. Right. I'm pretty confident that that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and echo chambers are are fun you guys I and mean, super healthy they're right? super healthy yeah. and helpful and uh nothing like yeah. that. chambers are fun you guys fun you guys <laughs> fun you guys fun you guys anywho we are part of the dorkening and an ebr podcast networks and as always we are brought to you by deadly grounds coffee coffee to die for mm. mm-hmm. i am your and host nintendo uh, and with me, as always, are my game-developing cohorts, Boss Rush Mode. A delayed game is eventually good, but a rushed game is forever bad. Oh, no! Very true, very true. 8-Bit Alchemy. Good luck. Thanks. Why, why thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we will be jamming. We be jamming. da dum da 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 I concur. <laughs> and of course, Parasite Steve. It's dangerous to go alone. Take us. Oh, maybe, 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 maybe I will take us. Yeah. Well, I was, I was more talking to them. Like, will you the take long. us for a ride? Well, listening. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I figure I, I take us on a journey. I mean. I mean, I'd do me. Through, through the treacherous waters that made growing, growing up, up awesome. awesome. Yeah, guy. <laughs> Holy yeah, shit. Guy. Are you for real? Oh, my God. Oh, let's do it. Dude. Let's, let's oh, take God. this trip. Let's do it. Let's do it. Where, do where are we going, right Captain, Captain Hosef? We, I'll tell well, you where we're going. We're going off the rails. Oh, yeah. Right on off that rail, Sam. Right off the rails. Yeah, as, as always. So we figured, you know, this would be a fun episode to talk about. Uh, we all know and love Shigeru Miyamoto, who just turned 68 years old. That's right. One Mr. year away from the greatest year of age. Yes, absolutely. 67. 67. 67. Thank you. I'm glad you knew 67. it. <laughs> Berm. 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 You've been bermed. He's a yeah. python. He's the Burmese python. He is. Yeah. Yes. But, <laughs> but Shigeru Miyamoto is not a Burmese python at all. He's just no. he's nuts. He's an awesome dude he's who designs kid. and makes games and is just awesome. He is super awesome. And he was born in Sanobi, Kyoto, Japan. I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but that's where he's from. Yeah. Uh, and he's been employed by Nintendo since 1977. Wow. Which is not a far. very long time, guy. He was yeah. fifteen when he was. He was fifteen when he started there. Yes. He's been there for fifty-three unbelievable I mean, years. I know he didn't start the company, but if there no. is a Walt Disney in Nintendo, it's he's yes, Mr. Miyamoto. Yeah, oh, yeah, he's the right. one because he's like he's Mr. Ideas. You know, he's like he's yeah. all yeah. Yep. He's, and he's you know what you know what he's probably more like. Um, he's more like a Stanley. I think he's, yeah, he's a stand. Okay. He's yes. a beloved guy. You know, at this point in his career, I don't know how much he's coming up with, but it doesn't matter. He's just so beloved by everybody, and we all owe him such, you know, a debt of gratitude for creating all these things. Even though <laughs> we they were do, created, we should do an episode on him sometime. Oh shit! One oh, you know my what? God. Whatever we were gonna do tonight, just let's fuck just, it. 
crumple it up, throw it in the waste paper basket. And let's, yeah. Let's the refuse. Dad. A refuse receptacle. Yes. Right in that waste paper right. basket. Waste paper basket. It's a paper basket that you throw out. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, nice. Need yeah, nice. so he was born, and then he did stuff. He did a lot of stuff. And he stuff. didn't so, die. This isn't one of those episodes. Yeah. No, no, no. Definitely not one of those episodes. No, he's we're still there. celebrating life. Yeah. Boy, we going to feel like crappy which dies the day before this comes out. Oh, my God. That would don't, suck. Burmese python. Don't. Don't. don't <laughs> why would you don't say that? Jinx, stop don't predicting jinx the future. Oh, my God. No, oh, no he's Jesus. good. He's going to be good. I need to play a Mario game. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So let's oh let's God. talk not about some question block. Not gonna question block. So, so let's this, talk. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about but, Miyamoto here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's, get, let's get back on track. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 So Miyamoto, Miyamoto graduated from Kanazawa Municipal College of Industrial Arts mm. with a degree in industrial design. Delicious. Wow! 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 He had a love for manga and initially hoped to become a professional manga artist before considering a career in video games. Mm-hmm. He was influenced by manga's classical ki. I, I, I'm going to try okay. to pronounce this, this okay. word. Okay. Kishoten Kensu, narrative structure, as well flawless. as. I, I know, right? I, I, I'm just great at you, I, I actually learned about this. I actually learned about this this week. That's that's pretty funny. The four part narrative structure. Funny. Yeah, four so, part so yes. narrative structure. Yeah, so, a lot of yeah. as well as Western genre television shows. Mm-hmm. And the title that inspired him to enter the video game industry was the 1978 classic hit Space Invaders. Yeah, Space. But let's talk about the uh, the, the narrative structure real quick. Because what is it? Is it like it's it's like development, more development, twist. And resolution or something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Developers, yeah. developers, developers, developers. That's that's what I'm getting. Yes. Um, yes. Something. 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 But yeah, it's always it's always this just very simple four structure, four arc structure, and and boom, all video games. Yep. 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 And the the twist so. can be as simple as like the boss, the final boss having a final form, and that yeah, counts. that counts. And then you're like, oh, res- resolution. Anyway. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, anyways, the first game that Miyamoto created was this little game called Donkey Kong, which is probably like one of the most important arcade games ever. Yes, right. Um, it was. I think that was his second game, I believe. But that is definitely the first like big game. His first big game, yeah. So that came out in 1981 in the arcades. And uh, when the arcade game Radar Scope failed to sell, Nintendo right. of America needed so, a replacement. Yeah, because he because he made Radar Scope, right? I'm not sure. I am not positive. Maybe hmm. I, I want to say no, but I okay. So maybe it wasn't that he I want to say it. no, but I maybe <laughs> but I yes. was he designed I it. He was a designer. I'm pretty positive. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> I, yeah, he didn't get to like. He wasn't the art director. You know, lead designer. And so, yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a designer. Yeah, so he worked on it. But okay, okay. Con- sorry, continue. Right. So Stop interrupting, so Jesus. <laughs> so Nintendo needed a replacement game, like like right this very freaking second. Mm-hmm. So Miyamoto was hard at work making one of the most important games in gaming history. Back in back in those days, it would take maybe two or three months to create a full game. And at one point, he called his friends saying that you know they wouldn't hear from him for a while. And it took him about four to five months to finish the game. Wow. So he was 
so he was Shit. so he was living in company owned owned housings throughout <laughs> this whole thing. So like he didn't get to go go home see his family or anything. He was like living there. He was like. I gotta get the shit done. I gotta make Donkey Kong, you guys. I got. I gotta make yeah. this fucking Donkey Kong game. I need this Donkey Kong. I gotta con this out. Oh and, my uh, god! Yeah. So, so they're trying like new stuff. So they're like, okay, so we want talking. So they're gonna have talking in the game, and uh, the lady in the game. I don't know. She's not supposed to be Peach. I I want to say Pauline. It was Pauline. Yeah. So she was gonna say help, help, and then Mario would jump up, and, and whenever Mario would jump up over a barrel, she would. Uh, say nice or whatever, but unfortunately, it didn't work out because the yeah. pronunciations were not right, and they had yeah. some uh, uh, head of poo, head of poo. So the so they had an a, a English professor listen to it just to you know to help him out with you know the the speech or whatever, mm-hmm. and and he was like, he he thought that that she was talking about seaweed. <laughs> to him, it sounded like she was saying "kelp, kelp," <laughs> which is pretty freaking funny. So, uh, unfortunately, they couldn't fix it. Why is she talking about kelp? Kelp, kelp, kelp. kelp, kelp. She's on a seafood diet. What's that tonight? So, unfortunately, yeah. they couldn't fix it. So, they just completely re- re- uh, removed them. And uh, so, the help was replaced by Donkey Kong's growl. And nice was replaced by the piro poo pong pong, which is that sound you would make after jumping over a barrel. That oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Pong pong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I, so, I, so, I thought that was, that was pretty interesting. Yep. Um, yep. And as far as the NES port of the game, he had nothing to do with it. Hmm. He had nothing to do with the, the home port. Uh, he was instead <clears throat> getting, uh, building up a team to do other mm-hmm. games. So he was doing like, right. so he, he did baseball. He did the ice hockey, yeah. tennis, 10-yard fight. Like those, all those sports games that first came out, that's what he was working on at that time. Okay. Hmm. Huh. So that's now a little, with, with Donkey about Kong. Donkey Kong. With Donkey Kong, I heard, um, I mean, a lot of people probably are, I'm, I'm sure already know this, but for those who don't, that hmm. was originally going to be a Popeye game. Now, yes, Nintendo yes. would make a Popeye game later on, Right. But what is Donkey Kong right now was originally supposed to be Popeye, but they couldn't require the license in that particular time frame, so yeah. they just changed like all the elements, like Bluto became Donkey Kong, Mario is Popeye, and Olive Oil ended up being Pauline. Holy right. shit, imagine if they got the license and never made it. And they just right. made a Popeye game. What the fuck bizarro world would we be in now? I know oh there would God, be no right. Donkey Kong. It would be Bluto. And Mario <laughs> would just be fucking Popeye. Wait, so right. would there be like Bluto Country for the SNES? Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God, yeah, man. Tropical Freeze. Bluto Country 64. <laughs> oh my God. Bluto Conga. <laughs> Bluto Conga. Super Popeye Bros. <laughs> Three? Oh my god, it's so oh funny. God. Oh it sounds Lord. like if the Russians won the war. It yeah. is <laughs> like, it's just like If the that. Russians yeah. won the war, this would be happening. Oh this is what Lord. would happen. And I do yeah. believe that Bluto, actually, he, uh, his shirt uh, was uh, black, but his collar, I think, was uh, was red. Just okay. like Danky yeah. Kang's tie. No, just the Russians. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah. just like Danky yeah. Kang's tie. Hey, it still works. I think the Russians right. maybe did one. I don't think Danky King had a tie in those days, though. He was just no, naked. No, no, he was fully naked. 
He was, was necky. He didn't he have a necktie. He was showing off his taste. <laughs> necky. <laughs> he didn't get the necktie until like the, the box art in um, the Game Boy version of Donkey Kong in 1994. Oh, wow. Nice. That's oh, fun fun. okay. Oh, cool. Fun. Put a, put a tie on that goddamn monkey. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, in Donkey Kong Country, you know. Right. And of course, like you know, the, the design that basically that we know him today, he's yeah, pretty much has, has that same design since the early nineties. Yes. Right, you got to decent up. You got to decent up. Yes. That's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, class yeah. up the joint. Got to get decent. Yeah, right. He's got. He's got. You know, got the the whole Yogi Bear thing going without the hat at least. And he's, yeah, yeah. Well, the tie works. Yeah, man. yeah. yeah. Does okay. Yogi have a tie or just the collar? Do you have a tie? Oh, I, th- I, th- I think I th- he, he had a tie. He has a collar and tie it's and a hat. And a tie. I love the just floating collar. It's just the best. Yeah. Right. I mean, maybe Boo Boo just has a collar. Oh, no. He has a bow tie. Oh, he has a bow tie. Okay. Boo Boo has that, a bow tie. That's just, stuck on, just, that's just like stuck on his But it's on just his funny throat. because like Donkey Kong's tie is, it makes sense. It's wrapped around his neck. Like, okay. Right, right. But yeah. what, what is Yogi Bear's collar doing? It's, just it's growing just out there. of his neck. It's just there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that anyway. truly is a weird fucking thing I've never <laughs> yeah, thought about. Really funny, weird. Actually, and Snagglepuss has uh, just cuffs. It's just only <laughs> no shirt. Oh, it's so freaking <laughs> weird. It is weird. Yeah, it's almost but, like Yogi the, Bear you know, was yeah. a man you know, and then he is... became a bear and blasted the shirt part out and just kept the collar. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You know, it, it's funny because now, now that we're talking about, it, it's like this is stuff that I did not question. Right. No, none of us did. <laughs> I just just accepted it. Like, well, it's just. And yeah. Then you start thinking about Donkey why? Kong's tie and the fucking fabric of the universe unravels. I know. Crazy. <laughs> uh, pull the string. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Holy so snag. I'm I'm looking at a picture of Snagglepuss right now. Okay. So it gets weirder. He has the collar. He has a bolo tie, and like cuffs around his. Around his uh, his hand, so like his wrists, so it's like it's like the pieces piece of the shirt you would be able to see if he also had a jacket. Only he's not wearing either. He's not wearing right. a shirt, or nor is he wearing a jacket. He's he's, he's not wearing the shirt part of the shirt. <laughs> right. So you can see the, all the you can see the end bits no of the shirt. sleeves that would be sticking out from a jacket, and they have cufflinks. Uh. Is this uh, is this just some kind of elaborate trick to fool me into thinking that these animals aren't naked? It is probably. It's yeah. just it's just we gotta de some up, but just a little bit. Hashtag yeah. dece up. Hashtag dece up. Twenty 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 twenty. Anyway, so so yeah. Donkey Kong and his tie yeah. is how we got here. Yeah. That yeah, is right. super interesting about the Popeye thing. I did know that, but uh it's so weird. it's so insane and that is so funny to think of like there is another in the multiverse there's an earth where they didn't they never got donkey kong ever right because yeah, they they might crazy. have invented i mean i suppose it's possible they could have still invented mario i don't know that they would have used popeye as like the popeye brothers like you said as a joke you know <laughs> right. they probably would have come up with another character so you know for all we know maybe mario still would have you know come about but not donkey kong i mean right, right. yeah i mean really though <clears throat> who knows right maybe just maybe because when we got donkey kong 3 they ditched Jumpman or mario altogether and went with stanley that was that's right that all right that, that's three. that's the one where uh, the, the guy is using uh like a Little like, bug repellent or puffy something. Puffy bug oh, repellent. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
Yeah, and from what I've heard, that game was kind of supposed to be like uh, the hybrid of like, you know, the, the semi-platforming and like the you know, space shooters were still pretty popular back in, I think, what was that, 94, 93, 93? Yeah. 83, yeah. rather, 1983. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so they did kind of try to combine those two, like, genres and wasn't very popular, but it, it's got its fans nowadays. But yeah, at the time, it just wasn't, you know, wasn't gangbusters or anything. Right. I... It was definitely a de- departure from the first two. Yeah, I, I I don't even remember Stanley at all. I'm looking I'm looking at like drawings and stuff. Uh, Who are yeah. you? Yeah, <laughs> this is so weird. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. Who are you, and what do you do? Who's your daddy, and what does he <laughs> do? <laughs> Who's your daddy? <laughs> I'm also looking at a, a flyer from the first Donkey Kong, and uh, it is it is not okay. Uh, this is a very rapey monkey. Oh um, yeah, I mean this 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 uh Danky is uh grabbing Pauline. Uh, yeah. and he now now obviously a, a big of a big inspiration was obviously King Kong. Clearly, right? Clearly, oh, who said that? Wait, I've so never thought of that. Yeah, I, know, I know, right? So, but guess what? You know, so okay, so King Kong did grab, you know, the lady, but you, lady. you know the little screaming Fay Ray, but. But he didn't like try to like you know, you know, do stuff. It looks like here. It looks like Donkey Kong's infatuated with Pauline and wants to do stuff. Because right here he's saying "kiss me." There are little tiny hearts oh, coming geez. out of his his face, and he's making smoochy smoochy shapes with his lips. Smoochy lips. And, oh yeah. And the hole in his lips from that smooch is the size of Pauline's entire fucking face. So I can't oh find this. I think the parental All of this controls on Google are preventing me from finding this. Uh, it says oh, it says on the beam, uh, and uh, and I wonder if this is a Valentine. Oh my God! Could you imagine how creepy that would be if it is? It's clearly Oof. a sticker. Oh my God! Oh, I see it. Oh my God! I bet this is a fucking Valentine. <laughs> that is holy so shit. Fucking goddamn disgusting! Oh Ew, my god! I do see that. <laughs> I bet that's what this is. I bet it's a yeah. fucking Valentine. And it's a big old sticker. Oh man! Oh, that's terrible. Very rapey for a Valentine. Not okay, kiss, you guys. Kiss Why? me on uh, the beam. Oh, that is assault. That what is the assault. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 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 All sure right. Miyamoto. Well, that's had not to fair. Do I'm pretty sure that this is some weird ass shit you've stumbled on. There's no. I mean, oh, it says Nintendo of America, right? <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah. Really no. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 Well, at least it doesn't say "kiss my beam." Yeah. I mean, it might as well. So I'm, I found another <laughs> I one, and it said, uh, "It says it shows Donkey Kong hauling Pauline away, and she is saying she looks horrified, and she's saying right. don't get carried away.'" Yeah. Oh, I get it. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. don't be abducted, teehee. Oh, shit. There's another one I see. Like, um, <clears throat> it's got Mario and Pauline. There's no Donkey Kong, but um, uh, it's got the Mario hammer says Donkey Kong conquer, and got Mario says hands off, and then Pauline on her knees with her arms out, just saying, help. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, she's saying, she's yeah, seaweed again. Yeah. Oh, she's saying, kelp, 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 kelp. <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh there's also one uh where it's 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 not <clears throat> it's not as bad but it is pauline and she's just saying jump man jump which is kind of <laughs> fun like it's an actual like it's a it's a p 
piece of evidence where Nintendo printed something calling him Jumpman. Yeah. Right, right. Jumpman Jump. Obviously what he was called at first. Clearly. Oh, very cool. Clearly. So, I mean, did, have you guys, like, played these games much, the, the earlier ones? Oh, sure, yeah. Uh, I played, definitely played Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong 3 a lot. I didn't play a lot of Donkey Kong Jr. I was never a huge fan of it. Mm, now, I, yeah. I, I, I respect the game. It's a, it's a fine game. It's just a game that I just never really kind of mm. really got into. Yeah, I didn't now, a lot of people seem to either, love it. I never played either sequel that much, but I loved me some Donkey Kong back in the day. And let me tell you what. The the doctor's office that I would go to when I was a little kid, my pediatrician's office, uh, they had one of the um, what, what's it called, the cocktail tables. Hmm? Right? Okay, yes, yep. cocktail yes. style. So that's like when you're sitting down and you're actually right. It's like the glass like, top. Yeah, it's like yeah, a glass yeah, yeah, yeah. Surface and uh, yeah. oh man, I was always yeah. excited to go to the doctor's so I could just play Hamlet <laughs> Donkey Kong. Just play it was that, just yeah. free. You could just that's keep so fun. Nice. That's wicked cool. I've uh, I've played donkey kong the original arcade and that's pretty much the only one i've had experience to i think uh when animal crossing first came out on the gamecube they had a bunch of emulated uh like nes ports of games and i think i played donkey kong jr math which is us donkey oh, kong yeah. Jr. with addition and yeah, subtraction yeah. Yeah. and then uh donkey that kong game 3. sold well dude i bet <laughs> and donkey kong Not. 3 i never even knew existed until yep. that animal crossing uh, like furniture item or whatever. And I was like, wow, the art and everything in Donkey Kong 3 is really cool. What the fuck happened to Donkey Kong 2? I, I, I like <laughs> never heard of it. And, you know, t- turns out it existed and it's just yeah. for Donkey Kong. You know, it's not necessarily as different as Donkey Kong 3. But yeah, I, I really only gave any any significant time to the first one. Uh, well, I heard like the, the second, if, if, unless my. Uh, Info is wrong. Like, Dunk, there is like an arcade Donkey Kong 2, but it's like a, it's a hack that was made oh, years really? later. Oh, the wow. Actual, there, what, N- Nintendo did release a game called Donkey Kong 2 with a Roman numeral 2, Roman numeral 2, but it was a game and watch game. Oh, oh weird. Uh, okay, yeah, because I saw an arcade cabinet that's a Donkey Kong 2, but it must be a homebrew. Yeah. It is. That's, that's okay, from, from, what I, I, from what I understand, I could be mm. wrong, but that's from what I understand, that's what, it, that's what the arcade Donkey Kong 2 is. Gotcha. Neat. Right. That is cool. I played a lot of Donkey Kong 3 on the NES. I, I, ha, I've, I have played the arcade one, but not very often. But yeah, that's one of the yeah. early early games I had for the NES, so I played a lot of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, me too. I think I played I think I played three more than than the original. Yeah. But I mean I think both games are very fun. Mm. As simple do, as they yeah. are. They're yeah. very addicting. Yeah. And yep. and you know, honestly, like Donkey Kong in the world, in the landscape of like video game characters at the time, you know, Mario's still kind of small and not that impressive, but Donkey Kong's pretty cool looking. You know, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. yeah, compared to like every other character that was out at the time, like he's big, he has personality, he has like expression on his face. I mean, there's that's invaluable. That's that's a big deal, right? Just the Dude fact be that he punching can look beehives. What's that? Dude be punching beehives? Yeah. yeah I mean, like also, punching right, mad bees. Right. But I mean, he'd actually look surprised and stuff. Like, every other character in a, every other video game, they're just they're just so small that there's not really much you can do. They can't do emote. <clears throat> right, right, but he's right, like pretty right. big and, and substantial. Pretty cool character. Definitely a really fun mascot. 
Um, I, I always really liked it. And obviously even as a kid, I, you know, I, I think I understood that he was King Kong basically. Um, yeah, you know, it's, it's like, you know, um, fun. Just like he's the video game version. I don't know. But, um, Uh, one of, one of the cool things, but, um, like way back, even before like, uh, the NES came out, uh, there were home ports of Donkey Kong for like the Atari 2600, the VCS and uh, the ColecoVision. Uh, there might have been one for the Intellivision, but I've I've not played it if it exists. But uh, the ColecoVision one was actually pretty good, except it was like mirrored. Mm. And oh. uh, the one for the Atari 2600 is like, imagine uh, this. All right, this is Donkey Nothing Kong, but, like but, Donkey. <laughs> but, but it's like, a, it's a just smeared shit. I don't know. It, it's, it's, it's bad. Yeah, I played the crap out of it because me I, too. I didn't have a ColecoVision. It's, right. Yeah. And I had an Atari 2600 at my disposal. And yeah, mm-hmm. we played the yeah. Kong. I played a crap ton of it. Wow. Of yeah. yeah. It's Donkey there, so. Sprite. Jesus Christ. It's just a big it, brown baby. Yeah. What it, is it, that? Big brown yeah, turd with it, arms. It's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. It is. And yeah, like uh, the, the ColecoVision had like three stages. The, um, 2600 only had two. The arcade had four, which which is weird because even in the, in the NES version, it, oh, there's still only three stages. Three different the stages. Box right, right. The Atari 2600 one is a sight to behold. Yeah, yeah, I and I had this too. Um, it's it's really crazy. I mean, uh, Mario legitimately is just a red blob. He has blue shoes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he has yeah. blue shoes. He has blue oh shoes. Like Lord. they didn't do anything else to him other they, than his it was so low effort I mean, oh no 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 i see i'm seeing a different oh you know what okay my bad i was looking the picture i was seeing he's clearly climbing a ladder okay um, so yeah. at least he has a, <laughs> yeah, he's he has, oh yeah he looks like he's wild, got a yeah. little dumpy mm-hmm. arm and he's got yeah. a when you see yeah, him yeah. yeah but when he's standing in profile he's got a schnoz man yeah Holy yeah he does smoke. yeah that's disc farther than his belly it does. It's so weird yeah. that does. it's so weird that the Atari twenty six hundred, like the pixels that they worked with, were rectangles. It made everything right. impossible to look good. Yeah, like, it really did. <laughs> no. it just really everything looks stretched always. Right? Why? Right, why right. weren't they just square? Even if they were the same height, you know, why weren't why weren't they just square? It would have made all the difference. It would have made a major difference. It's it's so true. Yeah, it, it really does just look squashed. It's really weird. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting, but yeah, I mean, Donkey Kong, big deal. Definitely uh, one of the one of the great, you know, video games, classic video games yeah. of all time. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, inspired tons of other Donkey Kong games, but you know, Shigeru Miyamoto had his probably you know biggest impact on the original games and stuff when it was first starting right. out. Absolutely. And I I think it's interesting. Now I I didn't look to see how much he had to do with uh, Donkey Kong Junior. and Donkey Kong Three. I don't know if you guys. Why are you stopping Donkey Kong Jr. math? I mean, <laughs> that game happened. Uh, I, well, okay. Well, let's add that to the list. Um, I don't know. So I don't know if he was as involved as he was with the first one or not. But I think what's really, really interesting is um, <clears throat> what you see with those three games is sort of a principle that he applied to his whole career and became sort of like a Nintendo thing, uh, which is uh, every sequel is is a hundred percent different than the original, and it's right. because he like. He didn't, he would never have made, you know, like all those Mega Man games, like in a million yes. years. He right. is not interested in repeating himself. It's right. just he is not, he is such a fountain of like creativity ab- and original. Absolutely ideas. doesn't make any sense to him. Miyamoto's like whole right. thing is 
I already did that. What can we do from there? Like he doesn't want to milk it. He wants to do something different. So, right. all right, I'll do another Donkey Kong, but it's going to be a totally different game. And, yeah. and you know, every, it's, it's just, I've always wondered why Nintendo had so few true sequels. And I always felt that way about like the original Metroid. Like why were there no more Metroids? Yeah, on the Nintendo. Because the last yeah. Metroid was in captivity, the Galaxy. Well, that was Galaxy later. That <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like Super Super Metroid is such an amazing sequel to the original Metroid, and obviously there is also the uh, Return of Samus. On Return the of Samus on the Game Boy, yeah, right. Yeah. Which they're both like that. They make sense as sequels. Cool, awesome. Mm. But there are so few examples of classic Nintendo 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 franchises where they just made a sequel. It's like, all right, do what you did last time, but do it better. Now, at this point, obviously, there's a million Marios, and you know, yeah, and but but even with all like the new Super Mario Brothers series that are all similar to that in the 3D world and all that stuff, if you take away like all of those that are kind of like that same return to form 2D style, like all of the 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 main entries in the Mario series did always change like yeah even up through the like 64 there was no there wasn't a a sequel to 64 not true not a true exact sequel it's like they always innovated they always tried like sunshine had such different mechanics that you're worried about it didn't really feel like a true sequel it's like kind of its Mm -hmm. own thing yeah i mean you know even always like that mario uh you know i think mario the lost levels is like the only game that kind of felt like an actual sequel. Oh, right. and, i mean we didn't get that yeah. for so long because right. yeah. in america you know our mario 2 was was doki doki panic in japan which mm-hmm. sigeru miyamoto did work on so clearly mm. nintendo was like let's make lost levels oh we think it's too hard for america and shigeru was like well i have this doki doki panic game that i'm making uh let's just throw a mario coat of paint on it and yeah. send that to america and so for us right. our point of view was mario 2 was a complete 180 you know, I mean, it's right. a science yes. book, but it's so yeah. fucking different. And from- then they would release that that version in Japan as mm-hmm. Mario USA. Right. Yeah. And, right. and you know, uh, I, I personally feel like, you know, Mario Bros. 3 was like, it's like Mario 1 was so early, it couldn't have as much personality. Then Mario 2 injected a lot of personality into the world, but it wasn't truly Mario. Then Mario right, Bros. Right. 3 took all the personality from 2 and applied it to the original core mm-hmm. Mario shit from the first one. Right. And, and, and just created, in my opinion, the best one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Sure. I, I, but yeah, it's like never was it you know, just exactly the same thing for the most part. Right. I know with, with the Lost Levels, they just like added like some... Uh, they added like they they had like a couple things. Like, I know one of them was like the uh, the purple mushroom, the poison mushroom, poison mushroom, yep. right? And that would like, kill you one hit. Yep. And there's day and night levels, and there's like weird slippery controls, which they definitely did on purpose. I don't know how you just accidentally fucked right. that up. So you know what's yeah. really funny? Uh, I actually <clears throat> I remember stumbling across this story of actually why this was um, not brought to America. Uh, there's a guy who used to work for Nintendo of America called How- Howard Phillips. And uh, he was a guy that I only know of because in the old Nintendo Power issues, there was always a uh, a comic. Yep. And it was uh, <laughs> Howard and Ness, I think his name was. Or yes, Nestor. Yeah. Yeah. Nestor, yeah. Nestor. Nestor, right, yeah. 
And they just had like weird little comic adventures, you know, yeah. a couple pages long, and they would go into various video games and do do stuff. And uh, there was just this guy Howard, and he had a, a blonde hair and a bow tie, and just kind of looked like yeah. a you know sort of a dorky kind of guy or whatever. But he was yeah. a real man, and uh, he was he Howard was. Phillips, and uh, he became their main uh, tester. Um, so. Nintendo of Japan would send over stuff and it was literally it be it wasn't like this the whole time but it became they would it would have to go through Howard and he would yep. give them his raw unfiltered opinion and they really like completely respected his opinion to like an insane degree they're like nope well Howard doesn't like it or Howard likes it or whatever and uh he, he was just <laughs> the, he was just the barometer so like legitimately they send him the lost levels and he he's like guys this is it's it it feels like the same thing only it's not fun to play because all you did was up the difficulty in cheap ways and i i i actually don't like playing it like it's i don't think i don't think you should release this here and so they yeah. didn't and then they were like well what are we going to do like america is starving dying for another another mario so then they retrofitted <laughs> they want to jump man on that sequel yeah, they sure did. <laughs> and then so they're like, right, well, we got this are. weird uh, Arabian adventure game with a family. Uh, Doki Doki Panic. Uh, we could just, you know, so kind of weird. Interesting. Howard right. Phillips left Nintendo yeah. in 1991, right before the Super Nintendo came out. Wow. Okie dokie. So anyway, I, I guess we kind of just s- sort of slid into Mario, which was a pretty mm. pretty easy thing to do because he is in He's a slippery plumber he is. Well, I mean, yes. he, he got he got more slippery in the last cleaning his pipes. <laughs> he <laughs> he did. sure did. He did. Holy shit! Too slippery so, for his own. Nintendo, what do you got for Mario? Uh, pr- probably so, you know the biggest the biggest the biggest franchise game franchise of all time of all of be. all time. And you know, sorry, we, we knew, sorry, Puck Man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all knew him as Jumpman in 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 Danky King. Danky King. But um, but uh, Nintendo of America executives felt that Jumpman needed a better name. There. So, and and I I agree because Jumpman sounds like a. So they went with villain. Leap Guy. <laughs> Top Boy. <laughs> Leap dude. Up dude. Up dude, yeah. <laughs> so workers at the uh, Nintendo Washington warehouse had started calling the character Mario because he resembled the, the property's landlord, a man named Mario Seagal. Yeah. And according to this book called Game Over, Press Start to Continue, Mi- Miyamoto heard about this nickname and liked it, so he stuck with it, <laughs> which I think is pretty cool. Hilarious. It's random, just like you no, know, just over. He, he didn't come up with the name Mario. He just liked the name of it and just stuck with it. Yeah, he, so he, liked, that's he liked the cool. music in Mario. Yeah, and that was before <laughs> he. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> <laughs> right. So, anyways, uh, Donkey Kong was extremely popular in the arcades around the world, earning the game its own spot in the pantheon of classic video games Nintendo went on to develop several sequels to the original before tasking Miyamoto with breaking out the Mario character for his own game uh, Miyamoto created a brother for Mario as we know as Luigi and the pair debuted in the 1983 arcade game Mario Brothers 
So this was before Super Mario Brothers. Right. And which was, this game was mainly distributed in, in Japan. Like, we didn't see it for another couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, so two years later, though, uh, Mar- Mario Star exploded worldwide when Nintendo released Super Mario Brothers as the centerpiece game for its NES home gaming console. After its successful release, Nintendo started bundling Super Mario Brothers with its console. So if you bought the system, you got the game too, which was pretty cool. I think the oh, yeah. good reason to no yeah. buy the system. Oh my god, yeah. I mean, one of the, one of the greatest of all time, uh, yeah. you know, box-in games. You know, yeah, like, because I think when the when the Nintendo uh, Nintendo came out originally, it did not come with Mario. It came with um, Rob the Robot. Worse, right? And Gyromite. And Gyromite was like way worse. Or, uh, I mean, I love Robot, the robot. Gyro. Yeah, <laughs> the Robot Gyro, <laughs> as the title screen tells you. Yeah, right. Really, it's not called Gyromite in the title screen. Title yeah, screen. It's, yeah, it's ro- yeah, it's Robot Gyro. They didn't bother changing it from like I think what the Japanese version. Yeah. 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 So they just slapped weird. a new sticker on it. And they're like, we don't need to reprogram it. Right. <laughs> so because of this inclusion of this wonderful game, the Nintendo NES went on to become the best-selling video game console of its generation, selling over 60 million units, according to the company. <laughs> so, th- yeah, so that's pretty fucking amazing. I mean, I think this alone, like, kind of, it, it took the gaming industry out of its, out of its depression area. Right, the, yeah. The, the fall of gaming or whatever. So, the crash? Um, You're talking the about cra- the crash? Yeah, the, the, the crash. The clash. No, not yeah. the Clash. Like, 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 like the band, the Clash. Not, no, not no. the Clash. Not okay, okay, not so, so at all. it's not okay. No. God damn it, no! Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Joe. No. Make make your ears work better. Come on, God, <laughs> bullshit, guy. Come on, up. guy. Come on, guy. So yeah, I think that's that's pretty pretty awesome. Like this this one little game just kind of like reset everything, reset everything, and everything's been on the rise since then. So that's and it was good. almost Popeye. I know. Popeye. Was Can you imagine? So insane. Can you imagine Popeye with a raccoon tail? Spinach <laughs> would be so much more popular as a vegetable. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I that, definitely that, don't think po- they would have used Popeye or maybe even could have used Popeye for the Mario series. But I, if they made Popeye instead of the Donkey Kong game and the Popeye license holders were like, hot damn, this is just selling like fire. What, just remember what we talked about earlier. Like, what if the Russians won? I know. What if this What if, what if Bluto and his red collar became... What if we all had red collars? Bluto could what if, <laughs> I mean, good lord, even Snaggle, Snagglepuss might have a, have a red collar and red cuffs to go with it. My oh. god. <laughs> Oh my what god. Hammer and sickle. Snaggle flange. <laughs> oh, what the man. fuck is a snaggle flange? I don't know. Hammer it's and snaggle. Stage left. Hammer and snaggle. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, thoughts on Super Mario Brothers? It's fun. It's good. It's fun. It's very good. It's good. <laughs> it's excellent. Yeah, it's definitely good. like a, a, a landmark game that they really like uh, was earlier re- referred to as this reinvigorated video games, especially in the home market, because like, you know, we were all saying like that, that market had crashed pretty hard, you know, a couple of years prior. Yeah. And retailers wanted nothing to do with home video games. Yep. They just 
they just did not want to touch any of that shit. And, and Nintendo actually kind of like rebranded themselves. I mean, I'm, I'm sure we've mentioned this in earlier episodes, but the whole Rob the Robot thing was yep. pretty much like a Trojan horse to just kind of, oh, it's just, it's not video games, it's an entertainment system, the whole rebranding thing, which obviously worked. So Right, yeah, yeah. for sure. I'm glad you mentioned exactly. that again, actually. I was hoping you would. Uh, I think that that, I think that's very interesting. I didn't know that before you told us that in the previous episode when we talked about that. Um and that's why it's called. I always wondered why it was called the Nintendo Entertainment System. It's such a weird friggin' thing to yeah. call your, like the yeah. the NES. It's like yeah. it's the it's in the name. Like nobody calls it that. It's just the Nintendo. Right. People say the NES, obviously, but it's yeah. like now we you didn't then, but yeah, right. the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, it's it's to be trick. It's it's a trick. It's it's yeah. a trap. Like yeah. it, it is. It's a video game system. I, I've heard right. even like the fact that it's front loading was because VCRs were popular at the time and VCRs were yeah popular. yeah, oh, yeah that's that like, oh it's a, yeah. it's a it's a fixture of the living room you know it's yeah, not it's right. not a game console it's, right. an, it's an entertainment system. system it's like yeah but you guys right. never made anything for it other than games so like I mean are you not entertained so <laughs> <laughs> I could play piano on it <clears throat> that was a, that was an entertainment that's true. Yeah, not the Nintendo. There was, Don- there was Donkey Kong Junior Math. There was you so could math on goal. it. That's but not even a game. The, but was that entertainment though? No one had fun with it. <laughs> it's just I think math. they me- they meant it to, but it just wasn't. They tried for right. fun yeah. and ended with none. Right. We couldn't. We could not have fun. We could not. Right. We, we found none. Right. Didn't yeah. add up. No, Mar- Mario's the- Mario's the shit. You know, everyone knows it, and I think it's a product of its time. Like any, like if you replaced the Mario Bros. You know, first instance with like probably anything else, it could have potentially led to a humongous legacy. But it just it hit at the right time in the right markets, and it just the the momentum never stopped. Mm-hmm. You know, if Mario were to come out today in a vacuum, no one would think twice about it. You know, right. it'd be. It would be shovelware. No one would play it. It would just yeah. be some random other thing. But it's like it just it it built so much fucking legacy and momentum. Yeah, timing. Right? And I think a lot of that is like how it played, how it felt. Right, and that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's not yeah. to take away from the quality of the game itself, which was because nothing solid. else, nothing else felt that way. Like you know, right. the way that you control Mario and Donkey Kong is very slow. It's very clunky. It feels like every yeah. jump is pre-programmed. You know, you know the trajectory of it. There's no, there's no finesse or anything like that. You can put into it to to do anything different. It's like. That Mario, that first Mario game was the first time I was like, it, it was like being able to breathe for the first time. It's like, mm. oh my god, this is a, wow! Give me, give me more of this. Like I, I, I couldn't believe how awesome it was. And mm. I remember playing. I believe I played it for the first time at Joe's house. Yes, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure yeah. the first time I ever played that first Mario game on an NES was at your house. And I did yep. not have an NES. I had a, an Atari 2600. And uh, it was just a revelation. I couldn't believe yeah. how good it felt. And I just wanted to, yeah. I, I literally remember like sitting there in your room playing that, thinking to myself, I never want to stop doing this. <laughs> right. This yeah. is the greatest thing that's it's ever like, It's like, no, it's like we literally went from the Atari yeah. to right. Nintendo. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah, the leap this was is so amazing. huge. Amazing. Now, with so me, the first time I played Super Mario Brothers was actually in the arcade. 
Yep. I didn't have a Nintendo quite at the time. There was a bowling alley. I've mentioned this before the T bowl. Yes. Uh, where I was growing up, actually had like a versus Super Mario Brothers machine. It was like a versus Super Mario Brothers and Excite Bike. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's actually the first time I played Super Mario Brothers was like the arcade version. And if I recall correctly, like the colors were slightly different on the uh, when you took the Fire Flower, like in the the home version, you got like the red boots and whatever, and the, like the white shirt. Yeah, in the yeah. arcade, I, I in, the, in the arcade, I want to say like the shirt and suspenders or the suspenders rather were yellowish. So I was like, how come it looks so weird on the home version? I mean, the graphics were virtually the same. Obviously, the level design was different than the arcade and then like the, the home version. But I always thought like, oh, it's weird. The color seems a little bit off. So I, I, at first, I thought there was something wrong with um, our <laughs> TV or something. Like, no, that's just how it is. <laughs> Funny, huh? I'm trying to um, look it up right now. Or I'm maybe kind of, I'm kind of curious. Or, right, or maybe it could have just been like that particular cabinet, like the colors were off, perhaps. I don't I don't know. I mean I haven't played the arcade version in like a million years, so I, I can't verify right now off the top of my head, but yeah. that's what I kinda of do remember that back in the day. This is like probably like eighty six, eighty seven. Right. And uh, like just before I you know, obviously I was just getting an NES so I could, you know, play the home version of it. But I did play the arcade version before that. Huh. Yeah, I don't yeah. recall. I don't recall playing the arcade, but I remember seeing it yeah. at at T Bowl actually. Yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, I've never actually played it. Uh, yeah, and, I, uh, I, yeah. I have. I have to say, my love, my love for Luigi started Luigi. then. Just yeah, because, that's true. Like, yeah. Just because I don't know, it's like I've always liked, like the offbeat, the one that's not like shoved in your face. I always tend to like the side characters anyway and stuff. I usually don't yeah. love the hero the best of anything. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, I mean, there are exceptions obviously, but like, you know, I, I just, you don't see him as much, you know, or precious, you know, and, and <laughs> I thought he looked great. He was like, he was mostly white though. So funny in that first game, he looks like fiery Luigi eventually. Right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. The white <laughs> suspenders and like the green. Yeah. He had a white hat and I think it was, yeah, like, white hat too but there were there was definitely green in there but yeah oh yeah i don't know just yeah ouija ouija and, and it's just amazing too like how many variations of mario games there are like you have obviously you have the standalone mario games the the typical yep. side-scrolling ones and then you have mario party and then you have mario rpg um you have mario paint you have uh, Mario's missing, which I'm oh like, yeah, they just ended that. up turning it into everything. Everything, kind of like with the Ninja Turtles, like Ninja Turtle this, Ninja Turtle that. Yeah, it's like holy or shit. Or Pac-Man. I mean, honestly, it's like oh, yeah, when something too, yeah. when something becomes big enough, they just they just market the ever living crap Fucking out of it. Shit. Just can't get away from it. Yeah, <clears throat> but fortunately for Mario, doing this worked out well for the franchise. Because you have the people that fucking adore Mario Party games, mm -hmm. and you have people that that love all the the RPG Mario games, mm -hmm. and I don't know. I think I think it's really cool. I don't. You don't see a lot of franchises that branch out like that. Oh, and not to mention out. all the like million Mario Kart games. That, Mar yeah, uh, Mario Kart. That's another one. I mean, there's. I think right. there's a whole uh, subset of fans who probably just play Mario Kart. 
not necessarily yeah, for sure you know, yeah you know, yeah not Party. many franchises are able to do it that successfully you know right. it's like mario has very seldom had like a heavy misstep where everyone's just like nope that game was shit like like no yeah. i don't need tennis right like <laughs> I mean, all those sports games, it's like they they appeal to sports fans and they somewhat appeal to Mario fans. So it was like, there's some crossover there. And they're, I ha- they're have to say, I, uh, I had a hell of a rent when I rented uh, Mario Golf for the GameCube. Hell yeah, Toadstool Tour is the <laughs> shit. I would never play a golf game, but I'll fucking play a Mario Golf game. I don't know why. And that was also like one of the first times I, I uh, encountered a game that could like record gameplay. Yeah, oh, you could okay. you could save right. your replays and like if you I remember I remember specifically getting like some insane fucking like you know eagles or something yeah, yeah. crazy and yeah. we were like saving them onto the memory card and you know I still have the memory card with like those those Ooh, replays flips and shit, shit. <laughs> flips and shit we out here yeah that game was cool All right. Nice. Mario was Mario was really cool for that. Yeah. Um. Wh- one other thing I want to mention about uh, just like the inspiration for uh, Mario on the NES actually is uh, there was a game that uh, Namco made uh, in the arcades, Pac Land, which was one of oh, the yeah. Pac Man games that came out afterwards, and so mm. that game was often cited as like one of the first instances of a side-scrolling game, truly side-scrolling, and uh, and so that that instance of that happening that that technology uh was heavily inspirational to super mario rose on the nes um that like the the you know developers and shigeru Pac-Land came before mario yep wow super mario bros came out in 85 and Pac-Land came out in 84 Oh crap! Uh, I did not know that. That's it's crazy. Yeah, Pac-Land is like the first instance of a side scroller, and because huh. of that, so many developers were like, "Holy fuck, that's a thing we can do! Like, we can make that happen. It can look like that." And wow. so the developers of Super Mario Bros. You know, saw that. You know, not just Shigeru, but the whole team. They're like, "We want to. We want to do that. That's like the future of. You know, it doesn't have to be just one screen." You know, we can, right, right. We can move. Yeah. And so that was pretty yeah. wild because that game just doesn't get the time of day. You know, like I've never even played Pac-Land. Right. But yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting. That is. Yeah. Pretty neat. That's, that's pretty that's neat. Nice. Pretty neat. Pretty neat. Yeah. So what's your, what's, what's your favorite Mario game? Oh, boy. Of, 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 like, of any of the ones that you play. It doesn't have to be like... It doesn't have to be a uh, Right. Well, my favorite's one I haven't played yet. Yeah. <laughs> right. I've always said my my number one is um is Super Mario World. Yep. It's just still my yeah. favorite. Yep. I think it has uh, just an absolute incredible diversity in levels. There's so many levels. There's so many fun secrets. The way that uh, Yoshi works in that game is phenomenal. I love all the different Yoshis. I just really love that game and i yeah. love how diverse the uh oh, well i shouldn't say diverse how, how i love the mechanics of the cape like how much you can mm, yeah <clears throat> you know it's not just a simple how versatile thing. it was how yeah. versatile is yeah. the word yeah it's really like something you need to get good at yes uh, it's it's really really cool I especially love- the gliding yes. the gliding part yeah yeah yep yep yeah i, I the as gliding as, the flying the dive bombing get it the twirling. to work I was so like frustrated with the cape. I just used it as a long jump, you know, because you could do that. You could just jump and hold it, and it would like float you, whatever. Oh, yeah, and the floating, uh-huh. yeah. I couldn't, did. I couldn't, you know, get the timing right, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a hard time with it. But yeah, it was really nuanced. It was cool. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, very, very cool. Sure. I mean, it was it was a little bit of a bummer coming off three because there were so many different awesome suits in three. But yeah. um, it's like the cape was better than all of them combined. So yeah. Right. yeah, right. I mean, you can do so much with that one yeah. item. I mean, he didn't look like a cute animal, but it was like he wasn't a furry. It wasn't, a, yeah. you know, for all the furry fans were a little, little sad faced. But you know, <laughs> it, it worked good though. That's yeah, uh, yeah. Sure. Uh, definitely shout out to Mario Three, which is definitely my second favorite, and also uh, my wife's number one. This is Paris. Nice. Yeah, Three is definitely my my number one as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, 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 I mean, I love World as well. I lo- so yeah, and I like, love Three as well. Yeah, yeah it's they're both. Yeah, great. I mean, you really can't go wrong. Yeah, the one. That's for sure. Super Mario Bros. Three was the one that I I think I really fell in love with. Like I played one um a good amount but three three was the one for me like if i want to go back and play like a retro mario game it's either uh it's either super mario bros 3 or it's um the super mario land 2 on the game boy uh the legend of the six golden coins yeah the super mario land games are are good yeah, I mean, yeah, this, were, the, the yep. six golden coins was like one of my mainstays of my Game Boy forever. Like yep. even way past when Game Boy Color games were coming out and shit. And, you know, we had all these better games, more graphically advanced and shit. I would always go back to six golden Hell coins. Yeah. It was like a really good fucking game. Yeah, and it, and so, uh, it was the debut of a pretty major character. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's <laughs> pretty sweet. Yeah, and I, and, I still uh, remember the uh, yeah. commercial was uh, it was really animated, awesome, and had a really great cartoon Wario face. And I remember him wow. talking, and uh, the the golden coins were like spinning and moving around his head and stuff. I don't remember specifics, but I remember really liking that commercial and thinking it was cool. It's like, oh, there's a new yep. a new villain. We're not just yep, going to do yeah. Bowser again. Cool, right, right, right. right. yeah. Uh, and I will have a controversial take on uh, favorite 3D Mario game is gonna uh, be hot. Is this a hot, a controversial hot take? This is a, this is a controversial hot take. Take okay. it or leave it. Uh, favorite 3D yeah. Mario game: uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Wow. Okay, yep, that's wrong. Mike drop right away. <laughs> Actually, I I have no. <laughs> no, you're right. That's wrong. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. That's wrong. <laughs> no, no, I mean, it's not I, a bad game, but it's like it's one. It's the first Mario game I played that I was like. Oh, I'm just really not into this, and I just never finished it. Yeah, and yeah, and a lot of people felt that. I know Steve yeah. felt the same way, and like for me, I think it probably was because of the timing of it too. Because it's like Mario right. 64 was the game that like Steve played a lot, and I watched Steve yep. play, and like I played it a bit, and I I had a lot of fun with it. You know, don't get me wrong, it's right up there. But Super Mario Sunshine was like the first 3D Mario game that like. I bought or I got right. yep. and had it on the GameCube and so I had just like a ton of really good memories with it and mm-hmm. I just I did genuinely have fun with it. It's super flawed, but you know, right. I, I oh, just it's, it's, feel it's, like I mean I I I recognize that it's a good game. Is this like not for it, me? It keeps the format of Mario 64, which so many other yeah. of the 3D ones just stopped doing, where they didn't have yeah. like really memorable levels. The levels were way smaller. They weren't as significant. You didn't you didn't keep revisiting revisiting the same areas and exploring new places. And I don't know. That's just part of what builds the world for me. And like Galaxy and stuff like that are awesome games, but the levels are so much more like bite sized that they're kind of forgettable. Right. Yeah. Right. But. Anyway. Hey, you remember those bonus stages from Sonic 3? Let's make a Mario game out of it. <laughs> right. 100%. I think, I've, yeah. I think I've said that in the past episode, too, actually. <laughs> Doesn't stop it from being just as true as all get out. Right. That's, that's so, right. Yeah, my, yeah. Fa- my favorite 3D Mario, it's 
for the longest time, it, it is pretty much Mario 64, but I, don't know, I really did like Odyssey a lot. Man, that was Odyssey was good. Oh, my God. I loved Odyssey. Holy it was shit. Odyssey, Odyssey was really fucking good. Holy yeah, fucking shit. And as far as the sprite Homer's ones, I'd Mario. probably have to say Super Mario World. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Solid. I um I love Mario World. Too. I guess I'm the I only one who hasn't uh, gotten to play Odyssey. Um, because that that was out for is that is that just the Switch? Switch. Or? Yes. Yeah, yeah, just the Switch. Yeah. So yeah, as a non-Switch owner, Switch. I just uh, can't play it. I I don't currently own a Switch, but when I did, that's one of the games I played on it. So. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that game definitely gave me uh, all kinds of nostalgic feelings. Like jumping into it and doing the first bunch of levels, I'm like, holy shit, Mario's yeah. back, baby! Yep. Like this, yeah. it was it was so fun. Right, right. I remember having a super dur moment, like, like the whole concept of this game, or the whole like thing about it. Like, you have Cappy, which you know, you throw it up against an enemy, and you basically take that enemy's like control scheme or their personality, whatever. And Mario can use, you know, that enemy's like you know move set. And, and I'm playing and stuff, this yeah. one stupid level. I'm playing this one stupid level where you have to like run across this like bridge that's constantly falling apart, and there are bullet bills flying everywhere. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm. This is like the 20th time I'm doing this level, and I'm, I'm just trying to run across it as Mario. I'm like, damn it, I wish I could be like a bullet. God fucking damn it, you moron. <laughs> That's oh, what you're supposed why to do. won't you just let me do what I want to do? <laughs> for whatever reason, that one level, I forgot Cappy was even a fucking thing. You were so focused. Right. I was like, I just got to run faster. Fuck. <laughs> it took me way too long to really uh, dipshit. Just throw Cappy on the first bullet bill you see, you idiot. Oh, right, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do have to say, my my favorite thing to do in in Odyssey is to possess the T Rex. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, because fun. he because he grows a mustache too, and he just looks. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and plus, you yep. get to, like you get to walk around and wreck shit, so that's that's pretty awesome. T Rex shit. T Rex shit. Oh, no, can you imagine does. actually taking a dump? There's a T Rex shit in the woods. Yeah, <laughs> so good. That game is so. Does so a T Rex shit really wherever good. the and fuck? So many. Wherever the fuck it wants. What? What? Huh? What? Oh no! I, I was gonna, I was going to say um, how I, I love the fact that Mario has so many different outfits that that you can buy with with coins that you oh, earn yeah. in the game. I just want um, to. <laughs> Um, and also, I was really surprised with Cappy. Like, I did not think I was gonna like using Cappy, but he was fun as hell to use. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like, when you first, I, was, I was pleasantly yeah. su- surprised when you first hear about the concept, or you like on paper, it's just like, okay, what well, is this kind of dumb sounding, whatever. But yeah, when you right. use it, it's like, oh my god, this is so much fun. Right. And being able to like throw Cappy out and hold the button down so that he would float in place, and then you could use Cappy as an extra as, jump platform yes, as, was yeah. fucking crack. It was just platforming yeah. crack. Like You could get yep. anywhere if you were good enough at doing that. Yeah, and yep. that was so fun. Yeah, it was. So so much fun. Oh yeah. Love it. Oh. Love that game. All right, so we got two more major classic gaming yes. system, uh, series that yes. Mr. Miyamoto helped create. Was yes. Integral Miyamoto. So yes. What, what do we Peter got? Suit Larry. After yeah. Peter Suit Larry. <laughs> Pin up Paula. I don't know. <laughs> All right. 
up next, we're going we're going to talk about the Legend of Zelda. Mm. Uh, I wish so. Unfortunately, uh, uh, <laughs> nice. So I I I have never completed a Zelda game. Okay. Never, oh. never. I tried playing oh. through the first one. Could not effing do it. I couldn't yeah. do it. Tried playing the second one. Couldn't do it. I didn't care for it. <laughs> I. Yeah, I'm not a fan no, of the sorry, second one either. No, um, no, sorry, I don't like it. No, sorry, I don't like uh, it. That's that's okay. You're in good company. That is also right. the yeah. uh, the only game that Mr. Miyamoto says that he does not like. Does not like, right? Yeah, so I mean, I think, I think that the game, like, <laughs> I think the game looks fantastic, and I and, yeah. I, love, yeah. and I and I love the music, but it's just like, yeah, the music is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. The music is like the, the best part in the whole game. I mean, yeah. I I always I, loved uh, the the way that Link looked in the side-scrolling levels. I thought he yeah, looked yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, but, definitely. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's for okay. sure. But so, Zelda One was Zelda a big one. freaking deal. Oh like, my oh, god, that is, game was my effing jam. Yeah. Why don't you oh talk about Lord. it, man? Because this game was like like nothing anybody had ever seen before. Right. Right. It's, I guess you know, tec- technically this this was like one of. I don't know if I want to say first RPG, but it's one of the first RP- RPGs that I've come across. It's not like right. your your typical RPG, right? That's where the it's thing. Like, it's, it's not. It's not like. It's not like okay, you have a party and you build experience points, you get right. to grind or whatever. It's like no, this is more like exploration, right? It's exploration yeah. and it's all right. keys and locks. It's yes. things that you need to open doors, essentially. Yes. To progress in your quest, and you need to find all the things right. and where they go. Right. And the dragons look like dragons and not ducks. <laughs> Fucking you. Nice. Fuck you, adventure. Piece of <laughs> shit. No, adventure is a good game. It's you know, very ambitious and definitely did what it could do with a given hardware. Definitely right. got it. Dragon, dragons' totes look like ducks. But the dragon does look like ducks. Yes. It does. <laughs> <laughs> Donut ducks. Try to get this freaking <laughs> duck away from me. <laughs> but yeah, oh man, that yeah. first Zelda and I go way back. Yes, but, um, yes. I played that game constantly as a kid. And like, the funny thing is, as much as I like the music to it, I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure. Again, I'm gonna say like I probably mentioned this in a past episode, but um, I also my one of my first favorite groups was uh, Dio, the heavy metal band Dio. Mm-hmm. So I would always play like, and at the, at the time, I think it was only Dio only had like three albums out: um, Holy Diver, The Last in Line, and Sacred Heart. Yeah, I was usually one of the you know usually the first two mostly, and I would just play those cassette tapes you know you know front to back while playing Zelda for like hours on end. So, Holy Diver and the Last Line kind of became like the the de facto soundtracks for the Legend of Zelda in my brain. So like nice, whenever I play right. Zelda, I think of Running James Dio, and lots of times when I hear a Dio song, especially from the first two albums, you know some Zelda imagery pops in my head. So I was like, they're kind of like always going to be entwined in, in my own brain because uh how i combined them back when i was playing that game back in the day right that's okay that's kind of like me in uh in burnout 2 for the xbox because i yeah. only listen to custom soundtracks so i can't hear oh there you go once or halloween's rabbit don't come easy and not think of burnout 2 nice right <laughs> right those were the two albums i ripped to my xbox there you go. That's <laughs> awesome, nice. Actually, nice. I I can't separate those. They are they are the same in my brain. <laughs> right. Nice. 
I mean, you know, I mean, you can't go wrong with metal and games. They just can't. go well Especially together. games where you slam cars at high velocities into Rhode Islands. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Back to Zelda. Um, I, I did, I, I did want to mention, and I know we all know this story, but I did want to mention, I think it was just really interesting and there's been a lot, you know, a lot of coverage on this story, but why Miyamoto came up with Zelda, like the reason, mm-hmm. like what was the germ of the idea for him? And mm-hmm. it was because he, uh, when he was a kid, he, um, they didn't, they didn't even have a TV. Um, they just, the parents didn't really want one. So he did a lot of like all his free time was pretty much spent outdoors, just kind of just weird exploring. Why? And I know it's weird. And uh, well, so it's kind of funny because I, I actually did play a lot of video games as a kid. Obviously, I'm on this show. We talk about it all the time. I have all these memories, but mm-hmm. I did but- also <laughs> uh, spend <laughs> a lot of time exploring the freaking woods. Like I was always, mm. I always yeah. wanted to just go and explore the woods and like. Joe and I would do that and I would do that with various other friends and we would find like certain things and we'd go, you know, we'd tr- make mental notes and try to find our way back to some neat toppled tree or, you know, different place that we felt like, oh, we're going to go to this, that big, remember that big rock we found? You think we can find that again? And that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah. Cause there was like vast woods behind my house that are, it's now it's all, uh, the house where I grew up is all developed now. But, but back when I was a kid, it was just all vast. It was, it felt like you could just, I mean, we literally we're worried about getting lost all the time and we yes. have to be careful. But um, anyway, but so Miyamoto, like little, little Shigeru, little wee Shigeru, uh, he would go Shiggy get Shiggy with it. Shiggy with it. Yeah. <laughs> he would go uh, and he would explore uh, all around Kyoto. And he uh, had found this cave this one day. And there's the story of Miyamoto's cave that he's told in many interviews and stuff where basically he found this cave he thought it was really cool. He wanted to go inside, but he realized it was too dark. So he ran home and he got a lantern. And he went back with the lantern and could explore the cave. And this was just something that he never forgot. It was just this very seminal moment to him. And uh, I'm sure it was, you know, a moment where he probably felt like he had accomplished something himself. You know, like, okay, I have a problem. How do I solve this? No one's around. No one's around to get me out of this. What do I do? Well, it's dark. I need to see. I need a lantern. I'll go back and get one. Like It's as simple as that, but he did it. Right. So, and uh, he was by himself, just as a kid. You know? so, so this is the idea that became you know, Zelda. You know, what if we, well, okay, what, you know, it's a game and you can go anywhere you want. And it's a game where you can go anywhere you want, but some places you can't explore yet. Right, yeah. Because you need certain items. Yeah, to, you need items. Yeah, you need to get yeah. that. Yeah, there is, yeah pr- some progression is blocked because obviously you, you do have to do certain things before getting right. somewhere else. But right. it's yep. not necessarily, okay, you have to go to this part first. You have to go to this part right. next. No, you don't necessarily have to. Right. It's definitely non-linear in that way. And what's great about that first Zelda game is that um, it like is, it's sort of the one game of, of the NES where it's, it, you know, because it does look like a standard RPG on the surface. It's yeah. a top-down, you know, cardinal direction sort of a walking around ty- type, you know. It, the tiles look similar to a lot of RPGs like Dragon Warrior and stuff. And, uh, like, all of those games always drove me insane because you do have to explore and you have to find, f- figure out where to go. 
but you're constantly dealing with random enemy encounters. So you don't ever get more than two or three steps without doing yeah. an, a random encounter. But Zelda, it doesn't do battles like that. You just have to, you know, fight people on the map screen, fight all the enemies mm-hmm. on the map screen. So yep. it's just infinitely, to me, like infinitely more playable because every single NES RPG that has random enemy encounters always becomes a slog for me, and I, yes. I never finish them. Yeah, I, I, ne- I just, I just, I can't stand it. So yeah, <clears throat> I honestly never got into uh, RPGs because of that. But not until I played Chrono Trigger. That's when everything changed for me. Mm-hmm. But, so, yeah, but I, Zelda, I, I totally get like it. Very different, you know. Yeah, it it's really, like it's, it's they're there. You see it, fight it, move on. That's yeah. it. Yep. Yeah, and, and other games did that too later, you know, but that, yeah. you know, the Willow game is like that. Um, Guardian Legend actually plays that way. Um, mm. it's, it's, it's just, um, I don't know, it was, it was the, kind of the first one, the first one that, you know, and, and I, just, I just love that, that story, you know, Miyamoto and his cave, like that's just the most charming story. Yeah, right. So, um, can you just it, imagine if the TV won? <laughs> I know. <laughs> what if? What yeah. if Legend of Zelda might have taken place in the future or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> and I guess that um, the, the, the question as he was, you know, coming up with this idea was like he had already adapted Mario to various things already. So he's like, uh, because let's not forget, there's also Mario Brothers, not Super Mario Brothers, but Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers, yeah. Just the single screen and, you know, you're in a sewer and uh, all that good stuff. Um, I, I mean, it's like, you know, he, he, you know, he's like, oh, should, should, should this be a Mario thing? And, and he, he said pretty early on, he was like, no, that doesn't feel right. I want, I, w- I want it to be something else. You know, it, it shouldn't be Mario. So right. thankfully, because honestly, he might have, you know, trapped himself into always having Mario, essentially. <laughs> right. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, we yeah. got Link now. So now we have, you know, another great character. We had Donkey Kong. Right. Pauline just kind of. I don't know what happened to Pauline. I mean, she probably fell on hard times. I don't know what happened. Hey, she's the mayor of like super duper town in uh, yeah, Odyssey, she's, isn't she? she's the yes, yeah, mayor yeah. of New Donk City. That's yeah, that's right. what it is. New Donk New City. Donk City yeah. <laughs> what is that from? So she, she's super Mario Odyssey. 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 Oh, is that that's so yeah, funny? Yeah, they, they brought Pauline back. Oh, I didn't know that. That's great. But she's uh, red as hell, too. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Sure. But um, yeah, the music number she's involved in is red too. <laughs> this yeah. whole musical number is pretty cool. Yeah, come on, jump up super high. <laughs> <laughs> it's jump themed and everything. That's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's oh, yeah. Right. It's about being yep. assaulted by uh by apes. Less of that. <laughs> Things to do. If, uh, <laughs> definitely not as much of that. Oh good. <laughs> or none of that really. We're just gonna is pretend it? this never happened. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I actually, if right. I'm not if I'm not mistaken, you do actually in parts of that level you do find like Polly's like hat and her purse, like in like the old arcade game, like Donkey Kong. Is is that part of that, or am I just having a fever dream? I don't know what cat you're talking about. No, not cat. Uh, hat oh. uh, or purse. You know, in like the uh-huh. original Donkey Kong games, those little things are like littered around the stages, and you pick them up for bonus points. Oh, oh. I just don't remember. That does seem right. It's been a while since I played Pac-Man, but they're just like little bonus point things. Yeah. I don't recall for sure. Like, yeah, there's like a parasol or a purse and a hat. Okay, yeah. I, I, I remember the parasol, yeah. 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 
And okay. I want to say that was an odyssey in some form, but I, I don't quite remember. Hmm. All the little nods. Yes. Uh, so any, I mean, you guys must have more to say on. on oh yeah. Well, I just want to like mention, I actually want to add to the story about like, you know, how they got, the, how uh, Zelda got her name, how Link got his name and whatever. Sure. Um, so Zelda got her name from the great Zelda Fitzgerald. Mm, uh, I didn't realize that. That's so yeah, cool. So she, she was the extremely free spirited and highly publicized in her day, wife of literary legend F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yep. Creator of The Great Gatsby. Mm-hmm. And among other things. And so why he chose this name for his princess is apparently he thought it sounded pleasant and significant. And I did I not realize that she was named after Zelda Fitzgerald. That's yeah. crazy. I didn't know that yep. either. Yep. yep. I, I've heard of this. I don't think uh, it's like widely publicized, but yeah. Yeah. And uh, Link was inspired by Peter Pan because he wanted his protagonist to be recognizable and what better way than to use a well-known boy in children's entertainment. I mean, I yeah, I see it. I yeah, can see that. Sense. And the reason why his name is Link is because he's linked to everything. Link. He oh, I had heard link, link between two worlds. He's oh, I had heard to, uh, he's a link to the past, link to the future. The story I had read was that uh, he wanted the player to feel like they were linked. They yeah, linked yeah, yeah, he's the link because he's the link to the player in the game. Yes, I heard. But yeah, yes. Um, I'm looking at uh, pictures of Pauline, and she's kind of a she's kind of a hottie. Uh, yeah, bright. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, I mean, I mean, if you say so, they're basically like, "Hey, Mario!" I swear, I'm not a pixel fucker. I am not a pixel fucker. I I mean, she looks, she looks like Carmen Sandiego, though. He does. Yes, that's what I thought too. A lot like Carmen Sandiego. A lot, yeah. For sure. Uh, But that is that that is really jealous. That is really fun. I'm glad they brought Pauline back. New Donk City. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, but yeah, like, you, you had to help her out in order to like un- unlock her or like the. Oh no, you had to like like build a band for her, like like yeah, get, yeah, like yeah, band members to assemble together. all the band members and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Which I would the band back together. I would love yeah. to play this game for sure. Dude, oh yeah, it's, definitely. It's awesome. if you, yeah, when you guys definitely got to hook hook this dude up with a you know Lombardi. Dude, shirt. I'll I'll let you borrow my switch. That game is that game is is really awesome. It's That's awesome cool. because I love the fact that there are certain parts. Of levels where it goes into like full on two D and it's the the yeah. original Mario graphics, yeah, oh, like from fun. Super Mario Brothers. So the, yeah, the, yeah the, like the all graphics. different levels have those little so segments. awesome, so cool. really cool, so awesome. And I don't want to spoil the ending because yeah, well, then love, then don't. That's fine. I I because <laughs> I'm not love, asking you to. <laughs> I know. Oh, I know. I, I'm just saying it's the way how they it's pulled tough. it off. Oh right, right. I know what you're talking about. Yep. Awesome. Yeah. I was. Awesome. I was like. Even even I had to smile a little bit. I you I almost felt you gone. almost felt feelings, <laughs> almost <laughs> yeah. not quite though, but almost. Yeah. Oh, Greg's oh, heart yeah. thought about growing one size. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it, it considered it, considered it, it, it considered it, and then it, 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 it quickly abandoned. <laughs> <the thought. laughs> All right. It's funny, oh, you know, we're talking about Zelda, totally and then awesome. go right back to Mario. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know, but I think uh, it's a big deal or something. Um, <laughs> right. 
Holly. Yeah. Uh, my my wife is a Miss, Mrs. Parasite is just a huge, um, huge Great Gatsby fan. And so I've actually learned quite a bit about the Fitzgerald since um, since knowing her. And, uh, he, you know, we, we have all of his books. He has like, I think he wrote six. And um, basically none of them even come close to the Great Gatsby as far as, you know, repute and just overall quality. Like, and yeah. stuff. like it's 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 the one. And uh, and stuff, but the the problem was like so. Zelda was a was such a free thinker, and she was a writer as well. And he was such a jealous piece of shit that uh, she was starting to get like repute over him. And he oh. literally had her committed what? to an insane asylum. Why? Because wow. that happened all the motherfucking time. Because oh. if you were a woman. And you were doing things and thinking unwomanly thoughts, like you know anything outside the kitchen, like being at, successful at like the time, being an individual, or, or yeah, just being individual, just like having any sort of uh, an agenda that was your own, or any sort of any sort of hobbies or free thoughts or anything like that. It's like they didn't want you to do anything that that, that wasn't just in this perfect exact mold. Men could do anything, but so she literally. He had her committed, oh, and uh, wow, it, it, they stayed married and everything too, like through it, and Jeez. and uh, it it's sort of at the time it's like oh oh Zelda is, is she's she's got problems now with scope, uh, we mm. we realize okay well um it wasn't her. yeah it was that was fucked part. up <laughs> it was yeah, everybody yes. else it was it was F Scott Jeez. it was uh, yes. it's fucking crazy so that really is cool as hell. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm still kind of not over that. That's really cool. <laughs> right. uh, but, uh, I love how in later games they turned Zelda into a very interesting character, you know, yes. started off and she was very much just the damsel in distress. She is just a MacGuffin. It's called the legend of Zelda. Sure. She's mm -hmm. in the name, but she's just, she's just the MacGuffin. She's just what you have right. to, um, right. save her. So like, like, so yeah, I mean it's it's really fucking awesome what what they did with Ocarina of Time and start to make her into a hero of her, of her you know uh, of her own destiny. Like she she's mm. controlling her own destiny. Like she became this character Sheik, right? It was mm -hmm. Sheik, right? Mm -hmm. It's like mm -hmm. so yeah. interesting. Such a freaking insane video game twist. My god. Right. You and you would think that she would have her own game too. How awesome I, would that have been? I mean, I I always wished that. I always yeah, wanted to have a Right. Sheik. Um but like I, I love that character. I love that. It, it sort of reminds me of uh, Princess Leia as Boosh in Return of the Jedi where she becomes that bounty yeah. hunter for yes, a right. time. It's like her, her sort of secret identity, kind of superhero identity or something. Like this alternate, you know, nobody knows, but she's secretly, mm. uh, she's Batman. Or yeah. <laughs> yep. But it's, it's just cool as hell. I just fucking love it. And so like, I don't know, I really feel like Zelda gets really eclipsed by Peach, but man, is she the better character? It's just insane. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Another fun fact, Robin Williams named his daughter Zelda after the game. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool because because he loved the Legend of Zelda so much. It's like his favorite mm -hmm. game ever. Yeah. And he was a he was a big gamer and I guess uh so was she like they both that yeah. was their thing they, they became yeah. really really cool um cool. yeah but i mean the legend of zelda is another one that um just you know it's it, it's very nintendo in that way it's very miyamoto in that way it really does 
change a lot every time. I mean, mm -hmm. granted, A Link to the Past was more similar to the original in yep, the way yep, that Super right. Metroid was similar to the original. Yes. Right, like the Super you know, ha did have a... But I feel like he counts that as a new thing because all the resources and everything were so much greater that the right. was so different. You can properly mm. realize the, you know, the vision. Yeah. And that's why mm. I think you ended up with one, one entry of the big Nintendo series per system for a, right. for a lot of them. Yeah. Right. One A plus Mario game, not counting, not counting all the side stuff, not counting Mario Kart, all the sports games, all that crap, Mario parties, just the main title, like pretty much one per system. And then you got to Galaxy and there was two, but I don't know. I mean, obviously the NES had three, but... Oh, okay, you're right, you're right. But like so many, so after you that... got to like, that point after like the Super Nintendo. Yeah, after yeah, the Super yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, right, and uh, yeah. it kind of yep. became like a one-a-generation sort yeah. of deal. And a lot, much, of the, right. a lot of the other ones are like that too. Like, I mean, yeah, Zelda had the one sequel for the, for the NES, but look how much they changed it. It's like insanely mm. different. Totally different, yeah. Like you know just, what's crazy? Yeah, there, was, like, uh, there was two on the N64, but I guess Majora's Mask, that I've never, I've never played it, but it looked like it was a lot different, like um, mechanics wise, than uh, right. Ocarina of Time. Yeah. yeah. I think yep, that game that was game timed. It was, you had to beat it at, at a certain amount of time. Yeah, Tim, like Tim's that. played it. You, you know that one, right? Yeah. So Majora's Mask was kind of like a interesting um, game development wise for Nintendo because I think they had like a lot of interesting kind of controversial ideas for a Zelda game that they weren't necessarily able to make work for Ocarina of Time. Um, but because they were able to use the same exact game engine from Ocarina of Time, they could just kind of pump out a sequel like much faster. And um, it, essentially, it took like a year, start to finish, for for the development team to make it. Was, it wasn't fast. a pain in the assets. <laughs> it wasn't. They they made a few new ones, but almost all right. the characters yeah. were reused. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely yeah, they, all the, the characters um, were reused. <laughs> reused like from Street Fighter. Hayabusa, <laughs> then were reused. Did they? Uh, the all the rapey gorillas were new. They added those. Yes, oh my those goodness. were new. Those yeah. were definitely new, um, yes. for sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's definitely a black sheep as far as the trend and gameplay wise goes. Like, it's super weird, uh, and it's still one of the only Zelda games I have started and never finished. Uh, the only other one that comes to mind is the very first Zelda. I've I've started yeah. and not been able to finish, um, but yeah, definitely weird, but not not the trend yeah. for uh, for them to do more than one game of like a major. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's, and and it's actually, weird. one thing I realized just uh, while we were talking about it is that the Game Boy Advance never had an original Mario game. Every wow. Mario game on uh, the Game Boy Advance was either a remake or it was like Mario Kart or Mario and Luigi, yeah. like the RPG okay. games. Yeah. They never okay. made a brand new Mario game for that, which is so uh, weird. Yeah, it is right. weird. I like, want to play I, Mario Advacne. Right, no shit. Damn Mario, they called Mario Advance and it was just a port of Mario Brothers 2, which is so mm. weird that that was the first one they did. Yeah, it was so confusing because right. it, it called yeah, it Mario Brothers Advance and Mario Brothers 2, right. and then the second the, one would be like uh, Mario, Mario World or something, and then... And then uh, Mario Brothers Advance 4, Super Mario Brothers 3. 
Yeah, something yep. like that. Like why? Yeah, why the numbering system got all out it's of called, whack. It was called uh, First Blood Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> right. Plummeting. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I love so you know. Good. I forgot all about that remake of two. I loved played that. the shit. That's that was, that was the most awesome. traction I ever got on Mario Bros. Two. I played it on like Super Mario uh, All Stars for a bit, but yeah, the Game Boy mm-hmm. Advance port was so yeah. fun. Actually, I, I I love Super Mario Two a lot. I do too. It's yeah, a good it's game. way below the other ones. I mean, like it's not right. even close yeah. to three or or to World, but yeah. I I I love it. It's yeah, great. It's yeah, it's, it's, I definitely like that game it's one of those games where I thought it was odd that it didn't have any power ups except for it's collecting for sure. hearts when you or game collecting cherries or whatever. It's just but, um, different. yeah, the game, yeah. I mean, it's a game that I learned to respect, me too, and, and enjoy after yep. knowing that it's not the original Mario 2. That helped it's a just, lot, yeah, yeah. So like okay, and, it makes sense. and the lack of uh, the lack of power ups is kind of helped by the fact that well at any time you can choose one of four characters that all play a little different you know they're not like right. worlds apart but obviously it's like okay well pretty much everyone wants to be Peach because like <laughs> who doesn't want to fly yeah, no right. and nobody wants to be Luigi like... because of his floaty jumps um I right. kind yeah. of I kind of liked Luigi. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, sure, okay. I did. I used to play him <laughs> all the time when yeah. I got sick. I mean, true. My my favorite character was Toad, and like I, nobody wants. To I Toad. never liked Toad because he was too freaking fast and he was so slidey. I would always like fall off freaking holes and stuff. Here we go. <laughs> I just love Toad. I would I would I would play <laughs> Toad for the first world because he could uh, lift things out of the ground really fast. And Wicked fast. Him, like, coins. Oh yeah, have, like, yeah, like, yeah. More yeah. chances at the bonus stages. Mm-hmm. I would use Toad in the digging levels, the sand places. Yep. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But mm-hmm. um, technically, my honestly, my least my least used character, honestly, is just Mario. Uh, yeah. I just, I just yeah, it's true. I, I rarely used him. I as never well. played Mario. Yeah. I, it was basically either Toad or Peach. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, did, I did like using uh, uh, Twinkle Toes Luigi uh, for just 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 for an extra weird challenge. He was just weird, and I, I understand mm-hmm. he sucks, but. Um, that's fine, uh, but yeah, fun, fun, very different game with a lot of really fun enemies. I, I think that might yeah. be my favorite part of that whole game. Yeah, yep. there are so many neat enemies that are just only in that game, and then they did bring some of them into later games, like Pokey out of nowhere, the the tall cactus thing. Yeah. Like he was even in Mario sixty four for God's sakes. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. It is always interesting to trace back the random shit that appeared for the first time there. It's like the Sniffits and the Shy Guys and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap! They're yeah. they're in a bunch of stuff. Right. Yeah, mostly not the the main series. Like they, they they'll show up in like you know tennis or something or Mario Kart or yeah yeah they're big for that totally. Yeah. Right. But all right, so let's move on. We have one more series have left one more. to go. Yep. What absolutely. you got, Nintendo? So we got Star Fox, mm, which is good luck. Good, good rock. We um, be jamming. Yes. We be jamming. Yes. This game was, I don't know, at the time, I loved it because of the technical abilities that it could do on the Super Nintendo. Like, I mean, at the time, like, 3D on a cart. Yep, that was like that was like polygons, like polygons. What? Yeah, and to like, that, that was, extent, right? Like that so, was unheard like, of. The whole thing. Everything. It's the Super FX chip. That's right. Yeah. Uh. So, so funny. St- well, not funny story, <laughs> but that was that was actually the uh, the catchphrase was. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> it says it all. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I feel like that's what Lars says every time he finishes a Metallica album. He's like, <laughs> uh, in that sound, he just lets oh, out. In that sound is, fuck you, I hate you all, you'll buy this anyway. <laughs> uh, listen to my yeah, fucking that's, snare. that's it that's the lars sound <laughs> oh man oh my god it's an audible anyway, middle finger to the fan anyway anyway right. star fox star fox <laughs> yes so star fox was originally uh supposed to be like a, a technical demonstration for the super nintendo it was never meant to be right. a fully fledged game which right. is it's which a tech is demo interesting right so this British video game developing company called, at the time, they were called Argonaut Software. Hmm. And they were working on various technical concepts for games with three-dimensional graphics for different video game home consoles. Um, during the late 1980s, Nintendo had a dominant share in the video game market. So they're like, hey, let's do something cool with the Super Nintendo. Let's do something groundbreaking and whatnot and so they they just freaking went for it you know they had a meeting with this company and they're like we we like this we like this let's make this happen and they made it happen with star fox mm. and yeah. i'm glad they did because that game was so ground groundbreaking at the time i mean going yeah. back to it now you're looking at it, it's like it's kind of gross it's but yeah. but you have to admire the yeah. technical achievement that Absolutely. They pulled off. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I mean, just like the the game as a genre is really interesting too. I feel like, you know, you didn't have a whole of games like it. You know, like you had your like Space Harrier maybe, which, you know, I which like 85, right? So, yeah. you know, like, but that kind of like behind the back shooting gallery, like going forward into a, you know, semi 3D kind of level was was not a super common occurrence and you know obviously the advent of 3d graphics just made it that much more of an option um but yeah i mean i i really you know i i got such an appreciation for star fox later on in life like specifically Mm. star fox 64 Oh yeah, that's that's um, my my go to Star Fox. I mean, that, that's like that's my favorite me overall yep. favorite game yep. on on the N sixty four. Yeah, I think it's I think a, it's, it's a good choice. Yeah, it's it it's really like, is for me. Yeah. For me, it's the only N sixty four game that aged really well. Yeah, yeah. What, I'd agree one of the with only that. Ones I'd agree that, with that. It, it might be my uh, favorite too. That's a really good choice. It yeah. has such an amazing replay value too. It does. Yeah, that was one of the things I always loved about it is I never got all the endings or all the, you know, optional unlockables and stuff. So, right. and I loved know. I loved the, the different vehicles they can they can try. Yeah, it, it spruced up the different levels with like the underwater craft and the tank and Yeah, know, which stuff. I've never got to play because that's considered like one of the the harder levels. So you had right. like 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 the way how you choose your path is is depending on how you how you play that first level, the intro level, and you and and, and the way. subsequent levels, because like you, because like you know, every level has multiple you know ways that you can beat it, and then you know, let's say you beat it the optional way, and you get onto like the alternate path right out the gate, but then in a certain level, if you fail the criteria to to beat the level, it'll kick you back onto the original path. Yes. So it made it really difficult to try and access every level, which made it super fun. 
Right. You know, it really was a reward. You weren't just choosing your level. You had to like really friggin' earn it. And the game was not not a cakewalk by any means. Right. Um, but you know, so so Star Fox sixty four really like cemented it as like, man, I friggin' love this. And unfortunately the series never was able to top Star Fox sixty four. Um, right. But uh, you know, with the the original Star Fox game, uh, you know, like like uh, Parasite Steve had mentioned with the Legend of Zelda in the cave story, um, Shigeru Miyamoto had a similar kind of you know real world inspiration for for making Star Fox and for wanting a game that you know not just used 3D architecture but also like just satisfied this creative vision. And um, apparently there was a there was a shrine. It was the Fushimi Inari Taisha Shrine, which was 15 minutes from the Nintendo headquarters. And uh, there was these, you know, series of those big, you know, traditional Japanese orange gates. Now, is, you know, is this fifteen? Is this is this fifteen minutes by our wing? It's fifteen minutes <laughs> by foot. Our wings oh. didn't exist yet, Berm. He had to get there. That's true. He hadn't, he hadn't thought sorry. of it. He hadn't, it's okay. No, I get it. Um, so yeah, he had, like, to a, he had to ride his dinosaur from Dinosaur Planet. His, his oh, okay. dinosaur there. He, got, uh, he yeah, had so Cappy. Oh, yeah, that didn't exist either. God damn it. God damn it. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. How does he measure time? What does that he do? the timeline's confused. <laughs> Shit. God damn it. Popeye's the, the biggest gaming character in history. Damn it. <laughs> We're a super Bluto country. Uh, <laughs> it, is, it, it is pronounced, pronounced Berenstein Bears. Oh, my God. I like this earth better. <laughs> Nelson Mandela is dead. Uh, <laughs> is I'm going to watch Shazam with, uh, with Sinbad. With Sinbad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, right. oh, there's a hero. Um, so yeah, so he he would go to the shrine, and there was these huge gates. And uh, as he would walk through the gates, you know, to go up to the shrine, he kind of just had a you know a vision in his head of a ship flying through them. And you know, he just kind of like could envision this kind of being an obstacle that you would want to try and navigate through in a game. And uh, and so that was kind of like enough of a seed for him to start creating this this idea for a game, and uh, the shrine itself actually had a uh, it, it had a Japanese fox, you know, spirit that it was associated with, which is you know the generic term is a kitsune. And so he kind of just had this in idea. He's like, okay, I got something going through these archways. I have it moving in a three D space, and I'm thinking about foxes. And boom, like it just, it just kind of came together. Right. And, and then, you know, the whole partnership with Argonaut and everything kind of made it able to be a reality. Um, but yeah, I mean, he, he said that he wanted, you know, the series specifically to star animal characters because he wasn't really interested in making a series that had, you know, the conventional sci-fi humans and robots and monsters and stuff. I guess, you mm -hmm. know, it was probably a pretty saturated uh, genre at that point in time you know in right, the 90s right. and stuff so he's also, like okay you know also yeah he said uh when he was uh you know when he wanted to do manga obviously we we mentioned that at the beginning um he he always did animal characters that was like just something that he he always did so he just like totally up. had had an affinity for that which is yeah. super cool and um yeah so there was actually some some kind of interesting uh aspects to the rest of the characters so uh the the game was you know it was designed by shigeru miyamoto and then um there was another guy katsuya eguchi but the characters themselves were were further designed by this man uh takaya imamura and i guess imamura uh had used a lot of inspiration from japanese folklore and like 
you know, decided to add a, a bird character and a rabbit. And then he added Slippy the Toad because a staff member of the development team just like liked toads and just used a toad as their mascot. So he's like, I don't know, whatever, Bob, let, let's put your toad weird toad fetish. In <laughs> so you're like uh, toads, fine. Here, you're like toads, fine. <laughs> cool. Here you toad. He's, he's the worst character. Fuck you. So, um, <laughs> and uh, actually, another neat thing is that uh, the the main army of Corneria. Uh, which is like the main planet that they're all from and everything. The the main army is all dogs, and the and the main a, main bad guy is a monkey, is uh is Andros. And so apparently the reason why he did dogs versus monkeys is because there's like this old Japanese idiom or expression which is like oh they're they're fighting like dogs and monkeys out there. You know it's like like raining huh. cats and dogs fighting like dogs and monkeys is like a Japanese saying. So oh, he yeah. just he just went oh, okay. with it. So there we go, dogs and monkeys. That's funny. Uh, pretty nice. funny. General um, Pepper. Yeah, General Pepper. Star <laughs> Fox. <laughs> uh, and uh, one other thing that I thought was really neat, which I know we've off mic talked about before, but the box art of Star Fox features a very detailed, realized Fox McCloud puppet. And I remember thinking, why the fuck did they bother making this super detailed puppet just for this cover? Like these puppets were in like the promo, you know, artwork and stuff, and they just never really—I don't know—it was just so random, you know. Why? Why did they go with this? But apparently, the deal was that uh, Miyamoto himself was a bit of an enthusiast for um, like the English puppet-based dramas, like the Thunderbirds. And uh, okay, yeah, Thunderbirds so, go. Yeah, and so he he himself actually made the puppets. And, uh, oh, and, pho- and photograph them and everything and use them as like the cover and promotional artwork for Star Fox, which I thought was crazy interesting. Cause yeah. like, I mean, those, those puppets are really good. They're insane. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, they're so detailed and they're, you know, so well made. I always like wished that they produced those, like all yeah. the series of the four of them from, you know, that traditional Nintendo yeah. power ad or whatever. Like they're I mean, so, cool. I mean, it, it's no old hillbilly from flanks or anything like that or phalanx. Oh yeah, Phalanx. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's it's still uh, pretty cool. He's pretty cool. He he's hard to beat. But yeah, that that was wicked interesting. Um, yeah, I mean Star Star Fox is obviously a game that you know I think we're all familiar with. Um, yeah, Star Fox is obviously a game. It's a game for yeah. sure. <laughs> I think uh, he also cited the X wings from Star Wars as being an inspiration for the R wings. No, yeah, seems fairly <laughs> obvious. Right. And uh, right. there, there was one anecdote of Shigeru that is pretty unflattering. Uh, apparently, you know, when Argonaut Software, there was a British company, uh, but mm-hmm. Nintendo insisted that they move to Japan and kind of set up shop inside the Nintendo offices and everything, so they could be more included and closer to the, you know, the home base and whatnot. Uh, but Argonaut Software, like, basically, they just got, like, this little corner of the building, which was also simultaneously the only place in the building where you could smoke. Oh, really? Like, it was the hmm. smoking section of the building. Uh, and so they, uh, the people at Argonaut have, have gone on, you know, interview and stuff like that and said that the only place that, uh, Miyamoto was able to go and smoke was the area where Argonaut was working. So like Argonaut would be hard at work, banging out code, trying to make Star Fox and Shigeru Miyamoto would just wander in and just like blaze up a bunch of cigarettes and just like hang out and smoke all day. And, uh, 
and and they were you know trying their best to just like program through it and every, like every so often you know they would just smell smoke and be like oh my god is he back again and like <laughs> it was just it was like always him um but they uh, they said that something that was kind of cool about him when he was there is that he would just like wax philosophic and talk about you know the most random shit and he would just like start <laughs> talking about like nature or trees or just like whatever the hell and you know it kind of made all the people at Argonaut realize at the same time like this is maybe why he's such a creative genius is because yeah. he just like his brain just is always thinking right. about, like everything else not just exactly what he's doing or where right. he is yeah, so, it's like you know, he'll he'll just start a conversation, like you know, like you know, in his brain, he he's got a conversation with himself, like halfway through. But then he'll just start it with someone like the closest person to him. He'll like sit down, take a drag. So when I was seven, I was riding my bike, and <laughs> right, <laughs> like oh, and, okay, and, sure, and, and that's totally it, right? Like you know, he's got all these narratives just going in his brain. Probably. So uh, did I tell you about the cave? Yeah, yes, I tell you about yes, this, we know this about awesome thing with this lantern. Though. You wouldn't. Oh man, that was like that was like peak me. That was like some <laughs> of my best shit. <laughs> some of my best years. I think I was like four or five. Oh my. Uh, god. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. I I would say my my favorite of the series is Star Fox sixty four. I tell yeah. you about uh, that time I got raped by a gorilla. Oh man. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I I don't really like telling people that story, but I'm really into it now, so I'm just going to talk about it. Oh, really cuz you told us six times this week. No, I couldn't have. I I never <laughs> I've never told nobody. No, that, never. that was that was Gumpay. <laughs> That's yeah, right, Shigeru. Gumpay never told nobody. <laughs> God damn it. Right. Uh yeah. So Star what, Fox. What are, what are your yeah, favorites? Star Fox. Oh. I mean, no, I agree. I mean, Star Fox 64 all the way. Um, yep. I mean, unfortunately, we didn't get, like, another game like that until the Wii U. And that game and is a fucking abomination. That's what I heard, but I got it anyways because it's Star Fox. Um, I think I have the other two for the GameCube, which is absolutely nothing like star fox and star fox 64 it's more yeah. like it's more like uh ocarina ocarina of time yeah yeah that game has a whole storied history on its own like dinosaur planet was supposed to be a game irrelevant of star fox that was being developed by rare and they were trying to release it on the n64 for years and apparently the development took so fucking long that they eventually had to scrap it on the N64. The GameCube was fast approaching. And Nintendo was like, just fucking put Star Fox in it and, and just make it happen. And so they just like slapped Star Fox coat of paint at the last second and made Dinosaur Planet. But there's a ton of footage of the game from back when it was on development on the N64. And so that, that thing, like, it's like, I feel like that doesn't even count. It, it just right. it just happens to have Star Fox in it, right? And uh, I still think it's one of the best uh, like graphics for Fox. I think he looks great in that game. Yeah, he looks. Oh good. yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I think it's all about the first three, like Star Fox one and two for the Super Nintendo. Star Fox two is totally worth playing. It's awesome. Mm. Um, I which really is funny like, how how we didn't get that game until recently. Nobody got that game. No yeah, one got I mean, it. It just unless, it never came out. Unless you played the uh, 
the the not meme the uh, well, emulation. The emulation. Well, yeah, but that was just because somebody found the code and stuff. It was never released. right. Yeah, they, it was they never. Yeah, it was never official. Yeah, right. They never released it, and the thing that sucked is that the game was done. Like they, you know, they one hundred percent finished the game, and then I don't know. Nintendo just decided it wasn't worth releasing because the Super Nintendo was too far in the wind, and they didn't want to bother. Um, but yeah, now that Which it's is, been put out on the Super Nintendo Mini, and now it's available on Switch Virtual Console, whatever. Yeah, um, I've yeah. I've gone through it a few times, and it's awesome. It, there's yeah. a lot of great ideas and in it, there. It's not exactly like the first one. No, it's 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 like it's, like it's it has, pretty different. It has a map screen, and you get to choose your destination, and you gotta do certain things. Otherwise, you no know, Cornelia will get blown up or whatever. But it's a lot more of a like a back and forth, like instead of just progressing from one level to the next, like yeah. you're kind of commanding, uh, you know, a fleet of ships, and you're yes. telling them, okay, I want you to go here and intercept that enemy, and you to go here, and you know, depending on what difficulty play, you, there's you know x amount of enemy strongholds you have to defeat before you're able to tackle the last boss, and every enemy stronghold is you know essentially the equivalent of like a normal star fox level it's yeah. a cool game it's a really yeah cool game. It, it, it it adds a bit of strategy to it mm-hmm. so it's not Absolutely. just like a straight up shoot 'em up game third third person shoot 'em up game or whatever mm-hmm. um i also love the fact that the r-wing can turn into like a, a little robot yeah like the chicken walker thing which yeah they put in the newest one in that star fox uh for the wii u star fox zero yeah which yeah. i think is pretty pretty cool Pretty neat. Yeah. They they did a great job inspiring like, you know, the original gameplay and doing different stuff with it. The game's short. It's pretty easy. I think that the original Star Fox is probably more substantial, but yeah. uh it's yeah. definitely worth it. Yeah. I mean one one of the things that blew me away about the first one wasn't just the three D graphics. It was the the speech. Like the talking in it. It wasn't just like a word or two. It was like sentences and paragraphs and like so goddamn good. I mean, Super Metroid did that too. Yeah, I mean, there was definitely some like early talking in Star Fox, but it was it was pushing limits. You but know? yeah, I mean, really at the time that to... was that was mind blowing back in the day. Yep, Absolutely. that was not not CD based at all. Nope, all programmed on a cartridge. That's great. Pretty cool. So that that pretty much wraps up uh, this little this little segment. So we're gonna Shigeru like, Miyamoto. Shigeru Miyamoto, the mastermind, our lord and savior of video games. So we've been talking about Shigeru Miyamoto, and I would like to ask you, wonderful people, this week's Octoponder. This. So my question to you is: Which Shigeru Miyamoto character do you relate to the most? So while you guys think about that, we're gonna. Take a little short break. Hello, and welcome to the Dorkening Podcast Network. Press pound to hear the available shows. That Strange Show, Throwdown Thursday, Loose Cannon with Jar Jar Jeremy, Three Guys That Horror, the new and improved Super Retro Throwback Reviews, The Audio Files 2.0. This is probably one of Dwayne's worst films. Yeah, he's allowed to have a tooth fairy every now and then, sure. Yeah, this is a tooth fairy and then some, because it does not show the monsters tearing up buildings until the last 20 minutes of the movie. That's what the game is. It's fucking monsters tearing up a a fucking city. Secret Underground Hideout. 
cinema with Harrison Smith, Dorks the Podcast, The Dorkening, Black and White Fright, The Wicked Horror Show. Subscribe to all these awesome shows anywhere podcasts can be found. For more information, check out thedorkening.com. Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method that brings out the richest, deepest, smoothest flavor you'll ever find. We're coffee freaks too, and deadly serious about our brew. Just one sip and you'll know why we say, once you go deadly, you don't go back. It's truly coffee to die for. So when you're ready to get a little deadly, get online and order yours at getdeadly.com. It's coffee so good, it's scary. Hi, I'm Patsy the Angry Nerd, lover of science and sharks. And I'm Ashes Von Nightmare, the real housewife of Transylvania and mistress of Merlot. And, and we're, we're the, the hosts host of, of the Throwdown Thursday, Thursday podcast. podcast, part of the Somebodies and Grand Guignol Networks. Join us each and every Thursday as we break down all the characters you love and love to hate. That's right. We cover characters from movies, television, books, video games, and even real historical figures. Plus, we discuss science. And wine. Like, so much wine. Like, all the wine. We also pit random characters against each other in free-for-all contests voted on by you, the listener, and reveal the results the following week. Did I mention the wine? Like, there's a lot of wine. So join us on our journey through pop culture on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, and everywhere you listen to podcasts. And we will will see you you next Thursday. Hey, are you ready to do some bacon? It's about that time where we ask you, the audience, to octo-ponder this. All right, so we are back. And I want to restate the question once again. Which Shigami Emoto character do you relate to the most? So, we'll start with Boss Rush Mode. Of course you will, because I have no idea what that answer. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can move on. I mean, we yes, can... Yes, please. Uh, come, okay. come back to me in a bit. Okay. Um, Apic... Uh, Alchemy. I, I almost said Apic Quest. Oh, did. You sure did. We I, all I heard almost it. said it. I almost oh, said it. Hey. Oh, no. Oh, man. No, Apic Rich. He's <laughs> glitching <laughs> out. He's taking over my spot. <laughs> Damn it. Shut uh, bitch. I mean, I, mean, I, I think I think Tim and I, I don't for sure. I, th- oh. I think I think you're a Luigi. I don't want to be Mario. No, I you're, be... you're a Luigi. You're the tall one. No, you're Luigi. <laughs> you're <laughs> tall and younger. I'm... I'm... You're red and, and older? Yeah, and fat. Oh my god, the Russians did win. My brother's red. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm a goddamn uh, Tommy. I don't know. I'd say the, the I'm gonna go with probably a similar answer of I'm always thinking about food, so I'll be Yoshi. Oh. Okay. I'm definitely Yoshberry Swirl. Do you Yoshberry do, do, do you lay eggs too? I do. I lay eggs whether I know it or not. Um, <laughs> I th- can I can I suggest a a, a character for for Boss Rush? Okay, I think uh, I think you're a Dry Bones. Dry Bones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know. 
Nice. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Uh, Parasite Steven. Are you going to go with Mario? Um, no, I don't, I don't know who the hell to pick. Um, gotta be Ouija. <laughs> you gotta I mean, be Ouija. I mean, it only works. It only works if, if Tim's, Tim's my brother, but he's not my brother, apparently. I'm Yoshi. Fine, he's Yoshi Swirl. Yoshi Swirl. I'm Hungry Dino. Um, I think that um, I'm going to say I'm a babom because. Uh, yeah, because uh, mm-hmm. I, I have uh, a nice, smooth uh, head. Hairless head, <laughs> and I also have a short fuse, and sometimes uh, I explode. <laughs> and you totally have pink shoes. Nailed it. <laughs> and have pink shoes. And sometimes, uh, when other people are uh, picking up random, uh, random tufts of greenery to uh, because they feel like hucking veg, uh, sometimes they uh, they pick me up and I explode and kill them. Oh, oh that that sounds unpleasant. Yeah. Hey, hey, you you know who else I could be? Who? I could be the chain chomp. Oh yeah. Oh there arf, you go. Yep. <laughs> like I'll just sit there just, just you know, whatever, just chilling and all of a sudden something will set me up and like <laughs> whatever. <laughs> so, Accurate. I'll, I'll um, go with I'll go with that nice. one. Okay. Nice. Now now do you think, think that the uh, which which is more dead inside? The the chain chomp or, or the or the dry bones? Whoa. Ooh, I don't know. I mean, if you played Link's Awakening, you know, there's a chain chomp in that game, and it's pretty affectionate. You know, it can definitely oh, yeah. emote. Yeah, yeah. It, it hearts you. Although in the original, like in three, which was the first uh, game that chain, cha- chain chomps were in, th- their eyes looked soulless and dead. So maybe, yeah. maybe <clears> yeah. they are dead inside. Yeah, but but bone dry bones don't even have eyes. I know. Well, they do. They do. They have uh, they have little little pupils floating around. Well, the I guess yeah, they do the little glowies. Yeah. So, um, I just, uh, real quick, uh, I, I did want to mention this in the Mario segment and then forgot, but, uh, real quick, I wanted to mention how Miyamoto created the characters of the Goomba and Bowser. Oh, right, right, yeah. Just yeah. real quick. Um, Goomba. so Goomba, I thought it was really funny. Um, so his, uh, his initial idea for the first enemy was to do a turtle. They knew that they were going to have the Koopas in it. The turtles were from the previous game, which was just Mario Brothers. Mm-hmm. And uh, they thought that the, um, the two-step process of like, kill, like, like jumping on the shell uh, would be too hard to be the first enemy or something. So they're like, we need to just have some, an enemy that dies in one hit or something. Even though they do, they, they, they kick them. I don't know. I don't know. That's what that's what he said, and I watched the interview. But so he said oh, we needed the easiest possible thing, and we figured, well, the power up is a mushroom, so let's do an evil mushroom. So he so Miyamoto did this drawing, and the original color was not brown but black. And there was a, one of the guys on the art team was like, um, he he was like he didn't know what it was, and he's like, oh, it's an evil mushroom, and uh, he's like, no, no, this looks like a chestnut. And then he apparently started like ragging Shigeru about it. And it was like, chestnut, 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 chestnut. And he made it sound like he just <laughs> had heard it a million times. And uh, so they named the character in Japanese. It's not called Goomba. It's called Karibo, which mm-hmm. is, um, is derived from the Japanese word Kuri, which means chestnut. Hmm. So kind of hey fun. now. Kind of fun. And uh, so for Bowser, uh, he was actually originally based on a character called the Ox King, 
from the Toei Animation film Alakazam the Great 1960. Um, it's funny, I don't even remember ever seeing this before I, I was doing research for this, but if you look up the box art for the Japanese release of the first Mario Brothers game, um, you'll see Bowser in the castle holding Peach like a rapey ape. Rape ape, rape mm. ape. <laughs> and um, he's, he looks nothing like we know Bowser. He's gray. He doesn't have horns. He doesn't have his orange hair. He looks less like Bowser than he ended up looking in the game. Like the in-game sprite mm. at least is green and reptilian and right. like resembles Bowser now. Like he doesn't have his hair. He has horns. You right. Know, at least, right. You know, you can almost not tell like what he was really supposed to be, but apparently his thought was ox. An ox king, mm. which is funny because he doesn't fucking have horns in that drawing. But that, right. that original artwork is actually Miyamoto's drawing, that, that cool. box art. Huh. Um, so it's funny. They used it for a while uh, promoting stuff. It wasn't just that one drawing, but Bowser was gray. And then later, a different artist, Yoichi Kotabe, <clears throat> who actually came to Nintendo from Toei Animation, the company that had put out the uh the movie that bowser was based on um began uh working on illustrations for the mario series and was tasked with uh doing a bunch of illustrations of, of all the characters including bowser and he's like i don't really understand what what like you can't really tell what he looks like that much he's just you, you have a face you have a hand and he's like what's going on is does he have a shell back there and so it was actually this guy who convinced uh, Miyamoto to make to sort of drop all that ox stuff and just mm. make him like a big turtle? Which is mm. funny because, like, I always read him as a kid. I, I always thought dragon, and then it's like, right. Oh, right. oh, right, he has a shell. Oh, right. right, I get it. He's the king of all the Koopas, and right. whatever. And so there is um, one last little tidbit. Uh, so he is in Japanese. He is called, uh, and Miyamoto named him this, uh, Daimyo Koopa. And Daimyo means great demon king. And that's a word I've heard before. I'm probably Daimyo. mispronouncing it. And um, Koopa was spelled K-U-P-P-A. Now, today we spell it K-O-O-P-A. Yeah, it's you know pronounced the same, and Koopa with that pr original pr original spelling actually came from the Japanese name for a Korean dish uh, called Gu. <laughs> I I don't know how to actually say this. It's a K and a B together. Gookbop. I know that sounds bad, but that's phonetically <laughs> that's phonetically how what is it? It's G U K B A P. Yeah, um, it's probably not pronounced phonetically. Um, but in Japan, it is known as Koopa. And okay. so it's just kind of funny because, I don't know, he felt like it's very, very spicy. And this character breathes fire. And then they ended up taking colors from the dish. Oftentimes, it's, uh, it, there's, there's, there's shocks of green from various ingredients, you know, chives or whatever is in there. There's also like shredded, I think it was carrots 
um, for that shock of orange, which became the hair. And now I have, there is a, a, a very specific picture that is circulating around the internet where people are comparing it and telling the story. And it's like the exact colors of Bowser are in this one picture, but they don't all look exactly the same, obviously, but it's either way, the, the spiciness and the breathing fire thing was supposed to be a link. And uh, that is literally where he got the, the name uh, Koopa, Daimyo Koopa. And, uh, and then uh, I, I don't remember why he named him Bowser, why, why they changed the name to Bowser, but um, I did read about it. I, I didn't write it down, I guess. But eventually, just obviously, became known as Bowser. I think he's, that's his most used name at this point. But. Yeah, because I think in the original Super Mario Brothers, uh, he was known as King Koopa, right? I know in the cartoon show he was called King Koopa. Uh, maybe that's. I really I feel like they don't say. There's no like much. There's no talking in the first game, right? Except for what Peach says. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm not sure. I, I can. Uh, I, like, I sorry, actually, Mario. Our our princess is in, in another castle. castle. Like, pretty much all yeah. I don't think they ever even unless in the booklet, perhaps they named. Him. Yeah, I'm actually gonna. I'm gonna look that up right now because I have the game. Anyway, I just yeah. wanted to mention that I thought those yeah. were both. Well, Fun little anecdotes of uh, creating these these characters, minor characters. Well, in the case yeah. of Bowser, let me, yeah. Let, let me throw one out while Joe's uh, looking up that info on uh, King Koopa slash Bowser. Please do. Uh, yeah. So about <laughs> the Chain Chomp, I got a little read a little bit from uh, Wikipedia here, and what inspired the Chain Chomp? The Chomp was inspired by a childhood experience of Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto, where a dog tried to attack him. The mm. dog launched at him was jerked back by his leash just as the canine snapped at Miyamoto inches from his face. I mean, so that, that's, hmm. that's what I get. That's yeah, what I get that, from that is a that's angry dog on a leash. Yeah. Yep. That, that definitely translates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I love the shame chomp. I mean, in that, yeah. in Mario three, I, I was kind of blown away by how, just how the graphics worked. Just how it felt heavy, and just the way that the 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 chain itself would go fully taut, and then it would yep. fall and 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 like sort of rattle around, and it yeah. really just moved so impressively. I don't know. I, yeah. I really like the chain shot. Very yeah. very like a graphical achievement, definitely, in just one enemy. Yeah, definitely. Right. Now we didn't yeah. like. Uh, I want to say maybe in Mario sixty four didn't have like a, an actual like dog sound or like bark. Yeah, at you. yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the dog bark. Yeah, bark, yeah because bark. it would it would break. It broke free in the first level. It broke free and it was just running after you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. You had to free it or something. Yeah. Yeah. Without, yeah, yeah, without yeah. Oh right, that's right, that's right. You had and, to like, and, and, and he he breaks that fence. The, the post, yeah. Yeah, and he breaks that fence to reveal the the star that you got to collect. Yeah. Right. Okay, so I I found it, and he is called Bowser. He's called Bowser, King of the Koopa. Huh. And yeah. his and his description is, the Sorcerer King holding Princess Toadstool captive in the last castle. He comes at you spitting fire. There are several ways to kill him, but you only get points if you use fireballs. Hmm. Hmm. Well, right. and the toads in the game are called mushroom retainers. I remember that. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Mushroom retainers. You guys staring at my retainers? Yes. Yes. It's my mushroom retainers, guys. And I always thought it was cool if, if, you, if you did kill all the Bowsers and all like the castles, like one through eight and uh, Super Mario Brothers. 
uh, like each one, once you hit, you know, the, the fatal shot with the fireball, you know, you know, the enemy would turn upside down and then like just fall off the screen. But the Koopas would be like turned into different characters. Like the first, you know, the castle would turn into a Goomba. And I think the mm. next one was a Koopa. And gradually, you know, got, you know, because it was all enemies disguised as Bowser, apparently, yeah. up until the, the last level, which is then it would just be Bowser, you know. Right, right. Hmm. I thought that was kind of neat. Pretty cool. Right, right. Well, yeah, wouldn't wouldn't have uh, wouldn't have done any of it without one Shigeru Miyamoto. So right. happy birthday, Shigeru Miyamoto, Mister Miyamoto, yes. Mister Nintendo, Mister Video Games, Japanese Stanley, right. Japanese Walt Disney. We That's love right. you. Yep. And we we are not done with this Octoponder either because I didn't give out my. Oh, my holy, answer. holy shit! Yeah. But what? So what we are totally you? skipped what are you? me. I, I, you know, I apologize. You know what? I don't. It's really hard to say. I I, I really feel bad for you skipping what? you now. Damn. Damn it. Um, you know what? I'm just gonna say Piranha Plant. Okay. <laughs> I don't care because, because you live in dark spaces. And I live in dark spaces, time. and I yeah. pop up from time to time. Yeah. To you eat. know, trying trying to kill people, and you know, yeah. Fuck you, it. you pop out for a quick bite, and then you go back in your hole. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like come out when I have to go to work. Yeah, and sometimes you you uh you vomit fire. Yep. Uh, yep. Sometimes. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've seen you do it like twice. Right. I mean, I'll I'll go outside like, uh, oh, sunny out. Fuck. Fuck. Oh, fire. Fuck. Fire. Yeah. <sighs> Fucking fire. Fuck. This. Back in the cave. Back in the pipe. <laughs> yeah. Damn. All right. So uh. those were our answers, and now tell us. What you think about this week's Octoponder this, which is which Shigeya Miyamoto character do you relate to the most? If you want to chat about this show or anything retro, you can always reach us in our popular Facebook group, Twitter at Redoctopus, or you can always email us at Redoctopus at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you guys, so please, please send us emails. With that said, it's almost time to catch that horizon. But before we say goodbye, let's go to this. Occasionally, we all come across things that bring our piss to a boil. Now it's time to feel the rage and start petting those peeves. Hey, everybody. Bob Rushmore here. Oh, good old dry bones, chain chomp, whatever the hell you want to call me this week. Oh, this week I'm... Peeve I'm petting is basically this entire fucking year of 2020. What a shit show it's been, huh, folks? Holy smokes. I mean, it's just... Now, as an introvert, it's kind of weird for me to say this, but, you know, remember the time when you got to hang out with people? And, and even as me, someone who just doesn't really do a lot of socialing, even when you could social, I would be like, even if I did go to a party, I would be the one sitting in the corner by myself, not really talking to anyone. I actually freaking miss that. <laughs> I miss being like antisocial with people around. It's, it's so weird for me to say this. I feel the same way. Oh my <laughs> lord. <laughs> it's like, it's so little everything. things that, that we took for granted. I know, right? All gone. And it's like like going to concerts and just oh man, it's just it just everything has been turned upside fucking down. But you know, we we kind of have to, you know, get through this and you know, try to do it as responsibly as possible so it's you know hopefully we can 
Hopefully we can, you know, get better at doing that. And I know things aren't going to magically like, you know, you're not going to snap your fingers and everything is going to be fine as soon as the calendar hits January 1st. But I've, I've personally never been looking more forward to a New Year's Day than this one coming up. For yeah. Right? Let's I, end I, this. I agree. I agree. But yeah, it's, you know, thankfully I've gotten at least, uh, you know, catch up with a couple friends, you know, responsibly, of course. But yeah, overall, it's like, man, I didn't realize how much I actually missed being with, you know, face-to-face or like you know just actually hanging out with friends until like i i couldn't do it anymore i'm sure everyone you know feels even more strongly because you know people are typically more social than i am i assume but man if someone like me is feeling this i can only imagine how everyone else is feeling so holy shit hang in there guys we're in this together and you know hopefully sooner than later we can you know get to some semblance of normal again and we can all just you know Give ourselves a big old hug, a handshake, or however we want to greet ourselves and when it's safe to do so. So hopefully that comes soon. I miss all you guys, love all you guys, and hopefully next year we'll bring brighter horizons. Yeah. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for the love of Odin, be responsible. Be yes, respectable. The, the more responsible so like, we are, the quicker we can get through this. Like for those of you who are like so dead set against wearing masks you think it it, it it fringes your right how about wearing clothes wearing clothes is not right it's it's you have to wear clothes that's just the way it is so what no is i want to be naked so so tough crap right so it's like just fucking wear a goddamn mask it's not hard do you think it's not hard do, you do get you used think, to it do you think people love wearing masks no we fucking hate it. It's a nuisance. It really fucking is. It's a fucking nuisance. But we do it because it's the right thing to do. Stop being fucking selfish. Wear a goddamn mask. So think, of it, think of it this way. If someone was going to blow a fart directly into your face, do you want them to be bare-ass naked blowing it directly into your mouth? Or do you want to have like something covering your face and something covering their ass? Right. <laughs> exactly. Be- because technically you're infringing upon their right to fart directly into your mouth by telling them not to, not to do that, right? I mean, maybe they want to do that. Maybe they want to be bare yeah. naked and just blowing all their farts directly in your mouth. Maybe that's their God-given right in America. Maybe America. But you know what? You don't do it because it ain't socially acceptable, and it's not the right. decent thing to do. And who the fuck right. wants to do that anyway? So shut the fuck up. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. So... That wraps up the episode. If you haven't jumped ship by now, which, why would you? I mean, we're, our, show, we're, our show's awesome. I mean, we are a fucking delight. We, we are, are fun. We are we fun. We are a goddamn delight. We are That's goddamn right. mask-wearing delight. That's right. That's fucking right. Hell yeah. I, we certainly I mean, hope you enjoyed this week's journey over the treacherous waters of all things made growing up awesome. I did! But did you wear a mask <laughs> while, while listening to this episode? No, but I'm in the studio by myself. So Okay, well, that's, that's right. okay. That, that's, that's okay. Because if we all wore masks while doing a show, all you hear is... <laughs> it's just unnecessary Ooh, when you're... If you like the facts, you press the star key. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. So anyways, if you like what you've heard, please hit that little subscribe button and like us on Facebook and Twitter, as mentioned before, as well as being a fully-fledged member of the Dorkening, Retro Redoctopus is still part of the Inebriar Podcast Network, so if you get a chance, please check out our sister shows like Old Colony Cast, Bar Talk, and of course, Art, as Indian Fish chat with local artists over a couple of cold ones. For more information or to subscribe, 
Right. For more information or to subscribe <laughs> to, to us or any of these awesome shows, please visit inebri-art.com. You don't spell a dash. It's an actual dash, just so you guys know. Anyways, I have, I have been your host, Nintendo, and please be safe, be respectful, and happy birthday, Shigeya Miyamoto. And, and everybody have a great Thanksgiving. And have a safe Thanksgiving and have a... And great, yes. And have a safe Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate. Or Put the mask celebrate. on, then eat the turkey. <laughs> right, exactly. No, 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 wait, wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> wait, 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 hold on. <laughs> No, that's yeah. not gonna work. Put the turkey in the mask. Put the, put the yeah. Put the tur put the gravy in the mask. Hold on. Wait, wait, hold on. The gravy okay, and the right. turkey and I don't know what it does. <laughs> Where do the green beans go? In the mask situation. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Just leave anyways. the green there, it's fine. They're vegetables anyway. You don't want them. If you're Mario, what you do is you huck them. Because Mario, as we all know, is a fat ass. And he does not eat veg, he hucks veg. That's that's true. He does. That's so true. <laughs> Anyways, again, you guys be safe, take care of each other, and we will catch you on the next episode. Yes.